0: what's up everybody welcome to the la soccer hub show my name is Gio garcia today we have a very special special show we're talking to lafc and la galaxy fans of head of el traffico it's a big matchup but no better way to start things off with the fans we got galaxy guy podcast representing uh, the blue corner the galaxy and then we have the defender of the bank uh jr aka the scarf representing the black corner obviously the black and gold. So this this show and segment is is all about the fans. It's all about the banter and to see who really runs LA and who really is going to support their team. We're going to go in it, at it about 10, 15 minutes in And then we have a bunch of other people that are going to hop in. But just for people to get to know you guys, uh, Galaxy Guy, how long have you been a fan of the LA Galaxy? First season,
1: 1996, Mauricio Cienfuegos. What's so- 1996 original <laughs> replica but i've been a fan since 1996 since i was a, a small boy um, i've been a fan ever since hardcore till the day i die la galaxy
0: and scarf what about you obviously we we, we know uh, lafc is a newer team but but what attracted you to 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 support the black and gold
2: Day one, something new, something actually in Los Angeles, something that speaks to the heart of the people. How many times do you get the opportunity to be part of something so special and so new when it first kicked off? 2018, 2014, when the idea happened, I was on board from minute one. And it's just nice to be able to feel the heartbeat of the city every time we're in the Cathedral of Black and Gold Bank of California Stadium.
1: Well, we have to remember it's it's really not that new. It's uh... The first iteration of LAFC was around since the mid-2000s, and we have to not forget that point, right, Mr. Scarf? As uh, if, if if we will remember, you did mention 2014. We'll recall that Chivas USA actually ceased oh, operations. Chivas, okay. no, Chivas, USA. USA, Chivas USA actually ceased operations in October 27 of 2014. I remember that vividly. Sure. And then just, just three days later, that's three days later, on October 30th of 2014, when the investors announced that they were buying the franchise from MLS. So we can start off on that, on that note, right? Let's not forget that. Yeah, no, that- let's,
2: let's absolutely start off on the fact that it was the Galaxy that bought the U16 Academy for Chivas. It was the Galaxy that bought the U14 Academy Smart for Chivas. Move. And Great don't investment. forget, Efren Alvarez, who you guys claim as your own, he was actually part of the Chivas Academy to start and, oh, by the way, on your roster, the fourth most games played by a Chivas player, the eighth most played games by a Chivas player. You know who we're talking <laughs> hey, about. Hey, listen. Come on. Jorge Villafone, Sasha Klessen. Oh, and wait, I'm not done. How about the guy I'm just glad games? he's
1: finally admitting that How you about? guys are rooted no, in no, Chivas USA I'm because let's that. not forget, let's if not forget, If sir. there's
2: any goat that's happening here, it's that you're you're the guy who calls your games. That would be Dan Kennedy, the guy who's played more Chivas games than anything else. So all you've done is take the sloppy – Seconds from Chivas and bring them over to Carson. <laughs> so if we want to talk about Chivas, fair we enough. Never, we've never had a single player play in Black and Gold who has also ever played for Chivas USA. Our only person who's even remotely affiliated that you'll see every game that's Bob Bradley and his only season there. What ha- happened was he got Coach of the Year. So I'm okay with you guys Listen, Keep throwing the Chivas out there, but it's I media. am.
1: I am glad. I am glad that you're finally acknowledging that for once, sir. And I'm yeah. I applaud you for that because yeah. every time I've ever spoken to an LAFC fan, they just completely have amnesia and they forgot that Chivas USA was ever a thing. It's the only fan base in MLS, by the way, that does that. You look at the at the Sporting Kansas City fans; they're so proud of their Wizards heritage. You look at the San Jose Earthquake fans; they're super proud of their Clash heritage. You look at the I- Red Bulls super proud of the metro stars heritage but all of a sudden you mention chivas to an LAFC fan they're like huh
0: what chivas who i don't not, know what you're not, talking not, about man turns out, turns out, not <laughs> so do you do you feel do you whatsoever do you feel that that uh uh galaxy guy do you feel that what he said about you guys have the sloppy seconds now, how do you, how do you feel about that
1: oh not not at all no i feel like they are the ones with sloppy seconds let's not forget you guys talk a lot about carson let's not forget that chivas usa actually used to play in carson not only that you guys you guys used to pay us rent to play in in carson so let, let, let's not forget that fact to start off, right? Let's, let's, let's use let's the not correct
2: let's, look, it's twenty twenty one. We gotta be really conscious of these things. We have to use the correct pronoun. It's not you guys, it's those guys, that team that you <laughs> team. see that's the thing. We gotta be of
1: it. Hey, what do you mean those guys, man? <laughs>
2: yeah, we are not Shiva's. It would just be like saying just because you had Ashley Cole mm. on your team or David Beckham, that you guys are affiliated somehow with Arsenal or Manchester United. It's just as crazy as saying something like that.
1: Oh, not really as crazy, but look, look, l- let me, let me start off by asking you this, sir. Mr. Scarf, okay. do you, cons- do you consider yourself an Angelino?
2: Absolutely. Born and raised.
1: Born and raised. Excellent. And and you look about, I don't mean to offend you here, but you look That's about okay. 40. You look I'm about 40.
2: Two years away. Don't put me on the fourth floor. Just yet.
1: <laughs> hey, excellent guest, right? So, so Mr. Scarf, you're telling me that you're about 40, sure. you're a, Diehard Angelino that's lived in Los Angeles his whole life. How long have you been a soccer fan, sir?
2: So honestly, I'll tell you this. I've been running soccer leagues for our youth for about 20 years through the city of Los Angeles. Okay. And the way that I grew my passion, the way that I became all about this game, great, was watching four, five, six, seven, and eight-year-olds. Excellent. And you know what? Not a lot of them showed up. Excellent. So here's Carson the thing. Here, here's ice
1: thing. Ice he, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mr. Scarf, you are – you have been in L.A. for the majority of your adult life, born right. and raised. Born and raised, the L.A. Galaxy was here already when you were a grown-up, an adult. And yet, you never once gave the, the team or the league a second look, right? When the league really oh, that's would- not true at
2: all. That's not true at all. Actually, I'll stop you there. I've been to dozens of Carson Galaxy games, and I'll tell you why. Because for the first 22 Carson. years— of their major league soccer existence they were the only game in town you guys had a 22year head start yeah why did it take you until three years after we came about to make the victoria block the standing section why did that's not that's know?
1: not unique to LAFC, though let's be no, honest it's not, but let's, they've, they've, let's, they've but had they've had freestanding sections but, in in Europe for decades sure but but an MLS you know, team other teams what have had it in MLs
2: 22 years why did it take us to push you guys into actually being innovative for the first so, time in years do you think it's uh, innovative Wait, now is it two things to now two things guys like David Beckham is now, it innovative absolutely it no, now it's two just smart, two it's just things because like selling correct. jerseys
1: this league we have to acknowledge sir that this league wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for the LA Galaxy and by extension the loyal Galaxy fans that kept the league afloat multiple times when the league was teetering at the verge of bankruptcy so many times it was the la galaxy that continuously pushed the entire league forward by making the biggest signings signing the david beckhams signing the steven gerrard signing all of the mexican national team players the Cienfuegos, the carlos reeses bringing in that community the galaxy fans that supported the league by purchasing tickets buying the season tv packages you guys will remember those were really expensive the merchandise et etc cetera, et cetera. The viewership of other fans that brought in through TV revenue, everyone thrived because LA was willing to carry the league on its back. It would have folded many times over if LA wasn't there doing that, carrying the league on its back. And you have to ask yourself, where were all of these so-called diehard soccer fans like yourself in Los Angeles when the league needed you the most or you were coaching little kids you could have raised those kids right and taught them to support local soccer but you didn't do that you did that when mls brought you this shiny new toy with a brand new logo that said lafc and all of a sudden i'm the biggest diehard soccer fan in the world
3: and let let me help you
2: out real quick it wasn't the galaxy that kept the mls afloat it was two guys Philip Anschutz and the Hunt family who own multiple teams. So I know that you like saying just because you started out as one of the big 10 since <laughs> 96, okay? since 96, we're talking about guys like Anschutz and Lamar Hunt. So yes, you and the whiz and the mutiny and the clash and the burn and all those really cutely named old time American named teams. We're still yeah, here, baby. Sure. They helped you guys all help keep this league going. But here's the deal. In order to get people even interested in soccer out on the West Coast, MLS thought they had to do those things. What we are proving over at LAFC is that we it's don't need absolutely nothing. That's we what you guys have the, proven. <laughs> we don't need the glitz and the glamour of those big names. We have Carlos Vela who's a huge name, but we have And all the, the celebrities
1: at the stadium, and, right? <laughs> and,
2: and, and by the way, oh don't yeah, cuz celebrities actually know how to get to downtown LA. They got to find Carson on a map. Hey, 13- listen. Oh. Gio
1: Gio Gio he, he got me, dude. Honestly, just stop the show now. That's the biggest. Well, we can't uh, stop. That's, we, we gotta listen, keep it going. That's the biggest to... insult, sir. Mr. Scarf, you got yeah, me. That's, sure, that's I got the see, single. That's the away. single. I get
2: it. Yep. That's yes. It's evil. But see, I'm not, insult. I'm not uh, I'm not finish. gonna let you do the Eminem thing and like, okay, that's, now you got me with my own that's, insult.
1: See? That's Here the single biggest. That that's Here the it. single <laughs> biggest insult that LAFC fans have towards our insult. Our Our insult. Our insult. Our insult is Chivas USA, right? Sure. LAFC fans always say, "Oh, but you guys are Carson." <laughs> hey, listen, you got me, dude. I, I honestly. But here's just, here's just what I want to say. Just just bear just bear with me. No, go ahead. I know you're ready, Mr. Let's go. So. But for, for any LAFC Ooh, fans, you brought up map. Sir. Map. Sir. Okay, let's see. Mr. Mr. a map. Okay, let Mr. Scarf, like Mr. It. Scarf, you're sure. a smart guy. I know what you'll know what this is. This is a map. But for any LAFC fans out there that may have not have completed the third grade, don't know what this is, this is a map. It's called yep. a map. And yep. what we have here is a map of LA County. In the red, red, red is a color, by the way. The red right there, that's LA County. Down here, circled in blue, blue is also a color, is Carson. You mm-hmm. see that? We are the Los Angeles Galaxy, not the Los Angeles City. Actually, galaxy. that's not true. We're, We're the, the LA Los Angeles Galaxy. We Los
2: Angeles. You're the LA Galaxy. Exactly, yeah, we are and not you Los guys Angeles. Are
1: so Listen, here's the thing, Los Angeles Football Club. But here's Carson the thing is a about. very nice city, sir.
2: Carson's a beautiful city. I was there today filming something because they had a media event at your stadium while they were doing a vaccination drive at our stadium. So you tell me who cares about the community of Los Angeles <laughs> just a little bit more. But either way, if you want to talk about, care what's, about actually the revenue. Happened, what's actually happened on the pitch, how about since we started, we've got 49 more goals. We've got 40 more points. We've allowed 41 fewer goals, 10 and more wins. And yet zero,
1: zero silverware.
2: <laughs> oh, we, oh, actually one. We have a supporter shield, but that's No, okay. you don't. That's in, in
1: Philadelphia, in, sir. <laughs> in,
2: in your first three years, all you guys did was win one supporter shield as well. Hey. And I love the whole thing where you're like, oh, it's just a supporter shield. But don't worry. You guys didn't <laughs> we win We have MLS. four. <laughs> you, you didn't win MLS Cup that year that
1: you won your first
2: supporter hey, shield either. So listen. I'm ready. Let's go. Okay.
1: Mr. Scarf, let's talk. Let's talk about the accomplishments of LAFC. Okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. The 2019 LAFC team is perhaps is perhaps one of the single greatest, if not the greatest team I've ever seen in MLS.
2: And I'll give you this. I'll
1: give you this. Now let's list some of those records, right? Record most points in a season ever, 72, right? Record highest goal differential, 48. Just blew the league up, right? Record tied for the most goals scored, 85 tied with the 98 LA Galaxy. Record most goals by a single player in a single single season. That's Carlos Vela, 34 goals. Record most goals assists by one player in a season, 34, 15 assists. Gio, I don't know.
2: come on. This is great.
1: This is great. Let's keep it going. Record <laughs> most goals by a duo in a season, Vela and Rossi, a total of 50 goals. Just amazing, right? Record earliest team to clinch a playoff spot. Took them 25 games. That blows my mind. The record tied for least losses in MLS ever. Four losses. He's going to say we didn't win the cup. Fastest fastest MLS team to 100 100, points. Neither did they. Record most shots. Fastest player to score 20 goals. The MVP of the year, Carlos Vela. The golden boot for Carlos Vela. Coach of the year, Bob Bradley. Three players in the best 11 and four in the All Star team. But he's a Galaxy Podcast. He knows our stats pretty well. In in any sports league, league in any sports league around the world, A team like this practically walks into the final and takes the cup. All the other teams just bow their head and just they get handed the cup. But, But what we witnessed for this historic LAFC team in 2019 was perhaps the single greatest choke belly flop in the history of North American sports. Prove me wrong. Don't worry. I'll wait.
2: Oh, it's okay. How
1: about this? How many times have you won the Supporter Shield? You told us. Four, right?
2: How about in two of those four times, you didn't walk away with the MLS Cup either, including oh, the first time you know It's okay. We'll it it. be all
1: right. So we have five MLS is, Cups in our trophy one, case. You, you guys, guys just have dust in the trophy case.
2: 26 years. Give us 26 years. Watch. We're not only going to get to – Nine MLS Cup finals, finals, nine Western Conference trophies. Four losses. I got you. Go on.
1: You guys couldn't even beat Seattle to make the conference finals. so,
2: (laughs) So my question is, my question is, which apples are we comparing? Our first three years in the league to your first three years in the league? our first three oh. years against your last three years where you guys have only made the playoffs one time and how'd that go for you oh yeah Ooh. five three hojama Diamond look this match. is this about, is this about is the equivalent the last three years you guys made the champions league oh this wait, is, you didn't but this that's is okay the equivalent well
1: geo this is the equivalent of somebody of somebody saying listen I'm gonna clown I'm gonna clown. I'm right gonna, gonna this is the equivalent of somebody saying I'm gonna climb I'm going climb Mount Everest. And they get to Mount Everest and they're at the base camp of Mount mm-hmm. Everest and they okay. say, You know what? You know what? I made it to Mount Everest. You didn't even travel here. They don't climb the mountain. They just stay. They stay in the, the
0: parking lot. You guys the didn't numbers, climb the mountain, sir. Path. Okay, let, let me let me chime in here. Let me let me let me come in here. The- All right? So that's the bell. I love I love it. So I, I wanna I wanna I wanna talk about now, uh ask you guys, um Let's talk about the fan base. Uh, I'll go with you, Scarf. Uh, let's talk about the 3252 and-, and Victoria Block. I know you had mentions earlier, but you you had mentioned something that they essentially copied what you guys were doing. Um, t- tell us w- why you feel that way about the 3252 and-, and towards Victoria Block and the the job that LAFC, uh, excuse me, LA Galaxy has done so far.
2: Look, let's be real. The box that Chris wants to put me in is we've only done stuff for three years, right? So let's look at our three years. In our three years, the 3252 has established a culture both at Bank of California Stadium and throughout the MLS. You guys understand that when it's a broadcast, right, when it's a broadcast, people hear us and people know that we're for real. It actually affects the other teams on the pitch. There have been several players who have been interviewed after matches on the opposing side that talk about the 3252. And I'll say this. Drenched in I, beer I, and piss. I give, I give props. To Carson after having a team on their own for 22 years, they didn't go. But after seeing what LAFC did, it was your own supporters base, Chris, that said, mm-hmm. we've been asking for this for 10 years. And finally, the word was finally in the press release. Finally, it got done. Okay. That was your own guys. That was ACB that said that. So clearly it was something that galaxy fans wanted. Right. But for okay. some reason, the front office didn't feel compelled, did not feel pushed fair enough until we got there I'll grant and you now that. now you have most most of your supporters groups in there I, I don't know what the quiet squad is doing on the other side of the stadium someone has to bring them orange wedges and a water bottle every now and then they're so far <laughs> away but, but that's a good everybody one. else everybody else is on what is it victory boulevard or whatever it's called over there that's so, true. but we were there
0: first two things that, right? uh, you know? fair oh, enough two chris, things let me, two things let me, ask Mr. Scott. Let, me ask, let me ask you this hold on sure. hold on chris so talk, talk talk to me about why there's two supporter sections with the other galaxy, right? We have Victoria Block and then uh, is it the right 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 Cast right? You, you have Cass. to
1: ask that question to Mr. Kevin Hartman. But listen, before I forget, to get back to the to to the the points that Mr. Scarf made. He talks about culture, LAFC, right? Culture sir happens over a long prolonged period of time. You're talking sure. about this sure. you're talking about this fabricated culture that absolutely brings nothing unique to the soccer world brings nothing unique to mls what you guys stand for 90 minutes and cheer for 90 minutes play drums for 90 minutes this has been done for a hundred years in the sports sir there's sure. absolutely nothing but, new or not you that lafc is doing now to the second point you guys you're saying that you're louder by the way there's no way to actually compare that unless you're comparing audio decibels at the stadium right but here's the thing geo now i don't mean to offend anyone but At the end of the day, what we really are is we're very intelligent primates, right? We come – our closest relative is chimpanzees. This Mm. is psychological behavior that chimpanzees (laughs) exhibit. This is psychological behavior that chimpanzees (laughs) exhibit in the wild. In the wild, chimpanzees chimpanzees that are not dominant, chimpanzees that are – Beta males, right? They tend to scream the loudest. So are, the you, are you alpha males? To, are the you dominant males? The LAFC fans. Dominant males the dominant males are the quieter ones because they know they're secure. Whereas the beta males, the subservient males, the weaker males tend to scream louder to be noticed more, you know? And and it just feels a lot like the rivalry between LAFC and the LA Galaxy because you guys will always be the redheaded stop child. Let me me ask you, I was
2: gonna gonna try to go back to see what you thought about LAFC and our previous matches, but I can only find something on your podcast through November of last year. So my question is when you start this season and you see the Victoria Block, and they're trying to be just as loud, or they're using some of the relatively same chants and cheers that we use. Are you going to go into the stands and go, <laughs> "No, guys, we're the alpha primates. You need to quiet down now." We have because nothing because to
1: prove. <laughs> we accident. have nothing to prove. Well, because,
2: because we're there's secure. been nothing there. There's been nothing in that section for hey, how many? Seasons uh, listen,
1: now? our our trophy case would argue against that point, sir. Sure.
2: Again, you're talking about 26 years versus now we're in our fourth season. I have no problem comparing.
1: And yet, there's and nothing primates. to show for it. It, whereas so that'd
2: be like, that'd be better like teams
1: like atlanta united yeah. actually have something to show so, for it so
2: that oh so now you're not even using galaxy okay that's fine that's fine but that would be like comparing a podcast that's put out 144 episodes like defenders of the bank with a podcast that's put out what six weeks of content over at the <laughs> podcast that's, that's all hey I
1: listen totally i
0: thought we were like, talking about hot. teams but
1: we're getting so you, personal you brought, you brought i mean atlanta. listen you
2: brought up atlanta
1: that's totally that's totally acceptable listen atlanta united is and will forever be the greatest single expansion team of all time and you guys tried to do so much you you carbon copied right the exact same thing they had a a up-and-coming young paraguayan you guys go out and get yourselves an up-and-coming hot uruguayan right you guys have uh joseph martinez joseph martinez you guys try to get yourself carlos Vela. you guys try to do it exactly the same way but you know what Mm. Atlanta United actually has something to show for it, and their fans are are louder than you guys. That doesn't mean they're a better team, because because this fan base being louder than another one doesn't mean you're a better team. Come on, let's okay. be real.
0: Okay. What so, really so matters at the it. end of the All right, we got a minute left. I loved it. You guys are doing great. All right, we got to get other people on. Uh, you guys have been killing it. Uh, Galaxy Guy Podcast, in 30 seconds, tell me why LA Galaxy is going to win this Saturday, and tell me why... Chicharito is better better than Carlos Vela.
1: Well, don't put words in my mouth, man. I never said that. <laughs> but listen, at you the end believe, of the day, you don't believe
0: Chicharito is better than Vela?
1: At the end of the day, the la Galaxy, no matter what, win or lose, right? Is the dominant team in Los Angeles. They will forever be the dominant team in Los Angeles, no matter how many times LAFC says they they've won a game or two. I'm sorry, dude, but we have to look at the record from the start. Score prediction. Since, score since prediction. Achieva, since the USA's days till now, you guys are the red-headed stepchild. You will always be 10 steps below the LA Galaxy, and that's just facts, sir. So honestly, I think this game will be a high-scoring game like we spoke about last night, Gio, on, on, on my show. I'm looking at a three-two game. It's going three to be two. three for the Galaxy, two for LAFC. Okay. Bottom line,
0: scarf. We got to get other people on. Tell me, tell me why LAFC is going to win tomorrow, and tell me, tell me why Carlos Vela is better than Chicharito.
2: Sure. So first of all, there was a lot of backtracking there. I'll tell you first that Carlos Vela is better than Chicharito. Number two, I'll tell you that the score line is going to be. You know what? I'm going to give you guys one. It'll be three-one LAFC. Can't wait to see what happens because that back line, that porous back line of the Galaxy that's already allowed seven, count them, seven goals, we've allowed two so far. we got our Colombians in the middle between Jesus David Maria and Eddie Segura. Chicha's not going to be able to make those little poacher runs, and we saw what happens when they come up against a good defense, like they do in Seattle. It was three nothing, and it was snooze fest time for Chicha, who had hey, cramps at the end of the game. Let's you know not what? forget, Maybe Seattle is that, your daddy
1: too, though. Maybe I it mean, was that time no. of the
2: month. Maybe it was that time <laughs> of the month for Chicha. I understand. It's okay. We played them without any designated. Players. And you guys choked twice to Seattle in the playoffs,
1: <laughs> you know I'm about. I'm living. In and the we nagger. talk about this fan. Maybe-
0: Guys. Reality. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. It was a pleasure. You guys killed it. We'll definitely have to get you guys back on. You guys definitely know your stuff. So I gotta get other people on. We got LAFC Live. He's up next. Uh let me look at my list here. But thank you, uh, Galaxy Guy Podcast. You came with the heat scarf. You also came with the heat. Guys, in the comments, let me know who won this battle. Did the Galaxy Guy Podcast win this battle or did Scarf win the battle? The Original black and gold, go.
1: baby. Original black and gold, right here. Look at this. Look at this.
0: All right, so we got we got LAFC live, so he's joining them. Obviously, he's supporting and then we got the Marv hey, Marv is representing uh the Galaxy. So guys, um uh, we we're, we're just going to get right into it. Obviously, you guys got a little taste uh, of what was going on there. Um LAFC live, tell us how long you've been a, a, an LAFC fa- LAFC fan and why you decided to choose LAFC over Galaxy.
4: Well, thanks for having me on again, Gio. I uh, really appreciate it. And nice to meet you, uh, Marv. Hope you're doing well, man. Hope everyone's okay. staying safe. Uh, honestly, yeah, nice to meet you. Uh, so when the idea of LAC was coming together, um, I always wanted a proper MLS team to support. Galaxy never really, um, really, you know, kind of fit what I wanted to support. Yeah, they had the David Beckhams and whatnot, but I just never could really get behind that. Uh, You know, I dig the LAFC colors and I'm a big fan of European football. And sometimes, you know, it just kind of reminded me of that European atmosphere. And um, that was a big deal in getting me to become an LAFC fan. Been with them since day one. I love the way they play. You know, sometimes a little aggravating, as you know, Gio, when when we DM each other and whatnot. But, yeah, huge, uh, huge fan over here. I love the way uh, the team plays and I support them no matter what. My team at the end of the day. And, uh, yeah, proper football club.
0: Marv. Tell us how long you, you've been a Galaxy fan, uh, how long you, you've been supporting them, uh, and just quickly your thoughts.
5: Well, I've been a supporter since 96. We are there since the first season going to games at the Rose Bowl uh, because as a old-school diehard soccer fanatic in this country, it was either supporting Mexican teams who I just cannot ever get behind because I just never was a fan, or supporting – the first team in LA in over a decade, and it was just fun. I said, Hey, let's go, let's start doing it. And I can't remember a time when we weren't a fan.
0: Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? With Galaxy Galaxy fans, we know there's a history, it's, it's been there for a while. Um, LASC, uh, LASC lie. What, what, obviously, you talked about proper football, and someone just, just mentioned, uh, I put it in quotations here Hugo, Hugo, I think he's throwing a jab at you, the proper <laughs> football. What what didn't you what didn't you like about Galaxy that, that you didn't want to cheer for them?
4: I'll be honest with you when I've gone to a couple of games in the past, because uh, I was the only obviously soccer team in town. I just didn't vibe well with the club. And uh, I didn't really I, I just couldn't get along with the fans. To be honest with you, I went to a couple of my friends to a couple of the games. And I just didn't really like what I was vibing in the crowd. And plus, sometimes watching the football on the pitch uh, wasn't always the best. I know they had Bex. He's one of my favorite players of all time. Um, and Donovan, obviously, American hero over there. I just couldn't get into it. That's just my honest opinion. Honest opinion, straight up. Marv,
0: tell us your thoughts. What annoys you What annoys you about the, the noisy neighbors, right? You got LAFC. They're, they're the new kids on the block. They're making a lot of noise. But what annoys you about them?
5: This arrogance as if <laughs> their team is this great thing when in reality they are just an expansion team that has hopped on, just like any other expansion team. Every expansion team that has came in the last decade has all come in with loud fans, brand new shiny stadiums, you know, rich owners who started spending off the, the bat. <laughs> so it's it's an arrogance of like you guys are saying you guys got together everything was great, but at the same time it was like nothing's been earned. You guys haven't had to suffer for that fandom yet. Come to me in the next five years when no, there's no more Vella, there's no more Bradley or any of these other hotshot names, and you're in last place, which will happen. Then we'll see how many of these fans stick around. Because right now it's a shiny new toy. Everyone's like, oh, let's go to the party because it's the new show in town. But real fans are made when you're not winning or being you know, a great team. We have suffered since 96 a lot of bad seasons, just as if we have suffered through great one-on-one seasons with, uh, you know, all the victories. But that's how real fans are made. You have to suffer for it. You have to bleed for it. In Europe, South America, Central America, in Asia, most fans have – they follow teams who lose – who have been losing for 100 years. But they've earned that fandom to say that that's their team. This team has just come in as a hot shot, And they've competed. Let's, let's be real. They've been in first place. They won the Supporters' Shield that one year with, like, one of the best records, you know, playoffs they've choked but you know that's an American unique thing if it would have been in another league they would have been crowned champions just on the league alone but
4: right,
5: I mean they came off the bat like that now now let's see over the next few years I want to see how it happens when you start going on the slide we've been on the slide since our last title that was 2014 it's been a lot of ups and downs rebuilding a lot of you know things going around Mm while they were just preparing to say hey we've got a brand new stadium We've yeah. got you know the the new show in town. While we're just saying, okay, well, we're still competing, and we got to figure out how to to do this. And yeah, we suffered the elimination in the playoffs. We didn't even make the playoffs, things like that. But you know what? The people kept showing up, and the people still have love. That's love right there. Yeah,
4: yeah. I know you you mentioned uh, suffering. Uh, I'm an Arsenal fan, so I suffer every week, man. So if LAf- LAFC starts to decline, it, it won't affect me one bit as far as my fandom for them. So I'll just throw that out there, right?
0: So do, so do you do, Marv? Do you feel like I get the sense that you're you're saying that LAFC fans aren't, aren't really authentic and loyal to the team. You're saying they're going to fall off once, once they go to the, to the last place. And I think this is like, I guess that we the theory that we've seen that, Hey, they're, they're just hopping on, but you know, you're, you're saying that they, they're not really loyal. They're they, they won't be there when the times get hard. Is that what you're saying?
5: A lot of them won't. Okay. A lot of them won't. Uh. It happened with the Galaxy. There were a lot of people that abandoned the Galaxy when they were on a slide, and that's fine. There was just enough people still you know, to make up for it. It happens in, in sports. <laughs> let's be real. All, all sports teams go through it. Because if we can compare, I mean, you want to talk a comparison. I, the closest thing I can, can compare here in, in, in this city is the Clippers and, and Lakers. How many exactly. people all of a sudden in the last decade were suddenly Clippers fans when they'd never watched a game of basketball in their life but yet the Lakers have gone through so many eras, win, lose, or draw, the arena is always full. It's still the hottest ticket in town, even when, on our worst day, you know, we're still competing against everyone else, uh, with, with bragging rights. Are you
0: LAFC Lyle? Are you a Clippers fan? I Do am you support not, the Clippers? You're a Lakers, You're a Lakers, Lakers fan? Yeah. Yes, okay, so that's yeah. so I guess it's not true for him, but that, that's the, <laughs> that's the thing that, that we, we tend to see, and people in the comments are saying, take the gloves off.
4: So, no man, I I'm more respectful than that, man. I ain't gonna be throwing jabs left and right like um you know no like worries. <laughs> let me let
0: me ask you this who, who has the better jersey this season? Marv?
5: <laughs> well are we talking about just out of the between three, the two clubs between
0: just... LAFC, between the green one that the, the LA, LA came out with the throwback one and between well, the throwback the, uh, one I think
5: is is pretty stylish and it's a great you know throwback to you know the beginning years. Uh I think it's it's got the look. I'm personally not a fan of our white jersey right now. I don't like the silver sash. I'd rather go back to the blue and gold sash. Uh, the blue jersey's just, you know, whatever, but uh, yeah, I like that throwback jersey for sure. That's that's definitely a good-looking shirt right now.
0: LAFC Live. T- tell us tell us why the 3252 have have a better supporter section than the LA Galaxy
4: because you can actually hear them during the games. No, I'm just playing. But, like, um, they're, they're, always, they're always loud, man. Even if, like, I'm upstairs and I have the TV on downstairs, you know there's an LAFC game on. You can hear the 3252 jumping and going crazy. Like, always, you go to the games. Even if you're not inside the 3252, you're always a part of them in a way when you're sitting the opposite side of the pitch. Um, it's always um, a joy to watch them go crazy, especially when we score goals. And always have those typhos in the beginning of the games. We've seen the Mandalorian one. We had the Kobe one. I mean, it's always amazing. And that's what kind of separates them. I know there's the similarities, you know, the Atlanta Uniteds and all those other clubs. But in a way, 3252 is unique in a way. And, um, yeah, it's really great to see at the football matches.
0: Marv, what are your thoughts on the, about the 3252?
5: Uh, they're just a carbon copy of what Seattle and Portland started a decade ago what Atlanta brought a couple years before them. I mean, Cincinnati's got just as a rabid, you know, diehard club over there in, in the Midwest. I mean, it's it's nothing new. Supporters groups for all teams in any league around the world, they exist. I mean, anyone can gather 3,000 fans in a stadium, they're going to make some noise in their one little section. But it's about <laughs> filling up the whole stadium and getting everyone in, in rhythm together. That's where it counts.
0: So are you, are you saying that LA, LAFC are, are struggling to, to fill out the stadium prior to COVID?
5: Well, it's easy to make a lot of noise when they purposely designed their stadium in the corner of a parking lot on top of oh. each other. So all the things echo. I mean, I, I think they tend to forget on, that man. 10, 15 years ago, 16, when when the Home Depot Center originally opened under that name, it wasn't just a soccer stadium. It was also an Olympic training facility uh, for the this country's Olympians. So it, w- it was a multi-purpose area. And by the way, the fact is, at that time, the league was struggling to, you know, even keep afloat. So had we had the opportunity to get land sold to us so we could throw a downtown stadium, the Galaxy would have had it. But beggars can't be choosers. You had to go where the land was cheap and available, and it was in L.A. County. It's not that far, so why not? Everyone still goes. Everyone still has a good time. I mean, a lot of a lot of teams, you know, they don't even have their stadiums in the cities. Doesn't mean that you know they don't represent. I mean, you go to Europe like Manchester United. Their stadium's in Trafford, outside of town. Does that make you know Manchester United less of a team and their fans less of fans? No, it, they will go where you have to go. Simple as that
0: lac live let me ask you this obviously he, he was just talking about that but the the, the biggest knock on on galaxy right that, that comes from the black and gold side is that they're not a true la team because they're not built and the, they're not built or have the the team in the heart of the city right how do, you, how do you see it do you see them as an la team or do you see them as, as the name carson
4: uh, I just associate with Carson, but then it goes back to Chivas USA played in Carson. Then you have the merry-go-round of who was there. You know, it, just, it gets kind of annoying after a while, I'm not going to lie. Um, sometimes when I see the Carson on Twitter a lot, when that's when we insult, I guess, Galaxy fans. It's kind of cringe. At the end of the day, I can care less of the, from Carson, Mars, Jupiter. As long as we beat them, I, I honestly can care less. So, yeah, I right, guess yep. they're technically an L.A. team. I, I could care less, though. I just want to see the results on the pitch. That's just how I feel.
0: So let's, let's talk about the game. Obviously, you know, LAFC and LA Galaxy, they've had some heated matches. Obviously, we, mm-hmm. know, we know Carlos Vela has shown up. Give me your thoughts, uh, uh, Marv, on, your, uh, on overall Carlos Vela and what he's done so far.
5: Well, individually, the guy is a top-level CONCACAF player. He's always been really good at the level of CONCACAF. Whether for the national team, he did his job, he did well. At the club level here at LAFC, he's shown that he is a top CONCACAF guy. He was able to have, you know, a good career during his youth, starting at Arsenal, but when he couldn't become a full time starter, he went to a mid level team in La Liga with Real Sociedad, where he was stable, you know, earned a good living, but he was never going to be, you know, someone benching other top players for the top teams. But he's a top level CONCACAF guy. So at this level, yeah, he's a really good player. I'll give him that. I You know, any team in, in this league or in Mexico would kill for him right now. Uh, definitely because he's got very good individual skill.
0: Marv, what what annoys you about Bob Bradley? <laughs> uh,
5: nothing really. I mean, I have nothing against Bob Bradley. I mean, personally, you know, he's shown that, again, at the CONCACAF level, you know, he's a really good coach. I mean, he's just was given free reign here to go out and build a team. You know, he didn't have to go out and replace and end contracts. He just said, "You got a blank slate. Here you go." And he built himself some competitive teams. I've got no annoyances against that guy. It's just, you know, he just hasn't been able to, you know, find a way to to kick it up a notch and win, and win in the playoffs.
0: LFC live is Chicharito for real, or do you, or do you think this is, this
4: is just a fad? What he's going through? Do you do you think he's for real? No. No, uh, he's better at Call of Duty than scoring goals. Uh, so I, <laughs> I know, I know he got off to a hot start, and uh, he did pretty good against Seattle this past weekend. Uh, obviously, nothing there. But I honestly, I, I don't fear him. If he this weekend, I, I if he scores one, he scores one. But it, it won't really matter. I think he's going to go under twelve goals this season for Galaxy. Uh, that's just my humble opinion, and that's also a um, you know. If he gets hurt too, hopefully I wish no injuries on the guy, but he has you know gotten hurt a lot. Same thing with Vela, you can say, but I honestly think Vela's a way better player than Chicharito. And um, yeah, under 12 goals for him. I'm, I don't really fear him anymore. He's kind of past his prime, to be honest.
0: Marv, give us your thoughts, because I know Chicharito can be a polarizing figure. Some people love him, some people hate him. What are your thoughts on Chicharito? Are, are you in support of him?
5: He's wearing the jersey, so I'm going to cheer for him, but I'm going to be flat-out honest, okay? The, the difference between a fanatic, a real fan is to understand that you don't like every move your teammates. I was not a fan of him. I've never been a fan of him even when you know he was in Europe. His style of play, I think is a poacher and he can only look good if he has players who will feed him balls. He doesn't have you know technical ability that I've ever seen. If we could get rid of him today, I'd be glad to replace him with someone else. I'd be up for that, but he's on my team. So since he's on my team now, I got to hope for the best and hope that the team that Greg banny has been building is literally to make him look good. Nice. All
0: right, well, well let's finish off with this. Um, give, me, give me your score predictions. What, what happens this Saturday, LAFC Live? Score predictions. How many goals are going to be scored? Who's scoring those goals? And obviously the outcome
4: uh i'm gonna go 4 two lafc uh if vela is healthy and playing always a game time decision uh he'll get two rossi with one and then i'm gonna go with at Westa with one as well yeah, four, two.
0: With one. yeah marv it's up to you tell us tell us why uh la galaxy is gonna win why they're gonna destroy lafc on saturday and the scoreboard and the score prediction
5: Score prediction, I think it's going to be close, 3-2, 2-1. Two, two, I think it'll be a one-goal difference uh, because they're usually heated games over, you know, the last couple years. Uh, do I think Chicharito get one? Probably just just because he'll probably get one to shut everyone up. I think Legette might be able to get in on this action. Um, maybe even Victor Vasquez, he looks like he's a uh, – or even Zubak, who just comes out of nowhere sometimes, and he likes to, you know – punch in a goal or two uh i think it'll be a high heated game it always is uh simply because it is it's 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 got more meaning now you know little by little every game the guys who especially have been there since the beginning are just adding you know fuel to that fire and i think it'll it'll be a, another another good one because somehow the galaxy always steps it up for this game yep. i mean that's why I was-
0: well, that's all the time we have with you guys. We do have other people in the queue. LAFC Live, I appreciate you being on. Marv, I appreciate you bringing on. This was more of, a, I would say, respectful, <laughs> and you could yeah. hear each other talking. But hey, th- this is how it's gonna go. I like how you guys keep the clean in the chat, in the comments. Drop, 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 and tell me who, who, who won this battle? Who came with the knowledge and who won this? LAFC Live, I appreciate you, Marv. It's a pleasure to meet you, and thank you for being on. Up next, we got LASC Nina, and I think we're still waiting for her opponent, but we may bring someone else on. So let me bring in uh, uh, LASC Nina. I'm waiting for your opponent. So what I try to do, so everybody is aware, I try to pair up everybody as 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 um, as fair as possible. Obviously, you're, you're, you're a female, so I wanted to bring a female uh, Galaxy fan.
6: Because we go harder?
0: Just because I wanted to have some diversity. Let's put it that way. I wanted to have... Uh, two women duel it out but i don't see her on here so we may we may bring on um i see galaxy guy podcast is, is it okay have oh, if, if you gone with them are you are you ready to destroy him cuz he he, he, le- he tends to come with the knowledge
6: okay
0: let's do it all right i think
6: we'll be good <laughs> so we'll, we'll bring
0: you back on cuz you stayed in the queue and actually i guess it worked out because uh i guess her her opponent was too scared you <laughs> they they knew they knew you came it with happened. the heat it happened. it happened
1: nina i i feel really 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 bad for you right now Why? <laughs> <laughs> listen i'll keep this respectful okay geo it's your show let us know what you want us to talk about we'll talk about it all
0: right hey let, let's let's start off with this nina let, let people know a little bit about your background how long you've been you've been supporting lafc we We know you're you're part of the Defenders of the Bank as well. Obviously, you're you're Angel City Chicks. Let's start off with that.
6: Yeah, so news to you. You got another Defender of the Bank in your building. (laughs) The the
0: last guy didn't do so well. so. um,
6: (sighs) I beg to differ. Anyway, I have been a soccer fan my entire life. I have been a part of the soccer world in many realms. I've played, I've coached, I've refereed, and I've even managed a team. I have been in L.A. my entire life as well. And I like the scarf. went to many a galaxy games. I did it the traditional galaxy way. I showed up late and I left early. Oh, Um. don't know. But here's the thing. In 2015, I had a really emotional moment when they announced a new soccer team was coming and I had the opportunity to become a part of something new, to become a part of a culture, to become a part of an organization. That wanted to listen to me, and that wanted to grow with me, and that wanted to build block by block, street by street. And I did. You mean through?
1: You mean through focus groups? Because let's be honest, that's how LaFC came to be. This culture we're talking about was all done through focus groups. Like, hey, listen, let's, it's let's bring in. To
6: your, <laughs> it's called listening to your fan base. Okay. It's, called,
1: it's called listening well, no, to no, the no. money. It's called listening to the money because let's be, people, let's, let's be be honest. Them.
6: So it's not called listening to the money. Listening to the money is doing what the owners want. Listening listen, the, the owners
1: aren't doing fans. it graciously out of the goodness of their heart. They're doing it because there's money involved, right? Let's be frank. And these focus groups sat down and said, listen, what did the LA Galaxy do that was right? Oh, they signed a lot of Mexican players in the early days like... You know the original uh, matador and uh, 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 campos and the Cienfuegos and the Carlos streets that really I seemed to work. Lord we really let's let's you. corner let's corner that Hispanic market and let's give them exactly what they want. Let's bring in Carlos Vela. Let's bring in these these hot young up and coming South American guys. It's all focus we'll group. Let's in. not get real. This wasn't we'll organic grassroots. This wasn't organic grassroots stuff that just I brought exactly it out of nowhere.
6: Players.
0: Let, hold on. Let, let her respond. I want I want Nina to respond to to to, sure. the, to the corporate money and what what you just said and and tell it tell us why it's not
6: money. AEG, like you want to talk about corporations. Yeah. Herbalife, like you guys are mm-hmm. the king. And who owns
1: corporate LAFC? Life? Who owns LAFC? A
6: great number of owners. We have over fifty. owners. A
1: great number of big corporate owners as well. Yeah, but it's not <laughs> So, I mean, you're saying AG are we're, we're we're comparing apples <laughs> and bananas <laughs> no, here. No,
6: we're comparing fruit, is fruit. According to you, apples to apples. Yeah. According
1: it's all you. about the money.
6: And that's fine, but I look for the team that has the passion, that has the drive behind it and if you want to talk about some I'm AFC I'm against,
1: sorry, but
6: we outscore you. We outgame you in terms of numbers. Let's of talk about the record. Uh, Go let's ahead. bring
1: out the record go what's ahead. the record all time between chivas usa and the la galaxy
6: oh i don't know about chivas i know about lafc
1: see that there we go we go to the deflection well i don't know about chivas all of a sudden of with the amnesia, amnesia i don't so know we'll what do chivas.
6: lafc galaxy we know we're aware that doesn't mean anything what's your record it this means season? a lot what's this rec- your record this season because i'm pretty sure you guys well are listen we're only three games in and we have a plus one goal differential i'm pretty sure mls power rankings how is it number three? Oh, yes. Or the power three?
1: rankings always determine who wins cups. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's
6: talk about
0: these power Nina,
1: rankings. Nina, Nina, you, yeah. you, you just like the guy that was on before talked about this. You're Stats. just this They're great – you're yeah. just this great soccer fan that's lived in LA your whole life. You've mm-hmm. been so passionate about soccer. Eh, you kind of gave the Galaxy a chance and then yeah. you were like, "Eh, you know what? It's not flashy and trendy enough for that's me."
6: That's not what I said.
1: Do, like, you, do, what you, we, do you do you do you know do you do you know what the Oxford dictionary's definition of bandwagon is? Okay. It is something that is currently fashionable or popular and, at- and attractive, which increases support. That is the okay. textbook definition of that. And that accurately describes every single LAFC fan I have ever met. Listen, I was I kind of into the Galaxy, but you it wasn't left. really yeah, my let thing. Let me hear her.
0: I want to hear her rebuttal, though. I want to get uh, Nita to get a rebuttal.
6: So if you want to talk to me, you would know I've actually been at the last two times that the Galaxy won the MLS Cup. I was there. Oh, and okay. I and you
1: gave up on the team.
6: Yeah, and you
1: went for the nice shiny new object. I get it. That's the definition of bandwagon.
6: Like to listen to me, that's not bandwagon. Bandwagon is getting on a team when they're winning.
1: Oh, that's exactly okay. that's exactly they what happened. The LA Galaxy didn't. was no longer attractive to you. They weren't winning, they so you went for LAFC, the nice shiny new thing with the attractive oh, oh, oh. players
0: that were she, scoring she, goals. Does, oh, she does make a point. She does make. She does make a point that she didn't jump on when they were winning.
6: That would, be, there, that would be that would be
0: a bandwagon that would be a band. but go ahead go ahead finish your thought i was there 2016 finish the thought about the galaxy
6: i came into lafc before the team existed before they signed a single player before mm-hmm. they announced the kit colors before it was shiny and new before they had a mm-hmm. stadium my signature is on the center circle of that stadium i have been there okay. since before it was bandwagon so don't even start talking because there are more of us than just so talking. you do
1: admit it was bandwagon
6: no that's what i said it's not Most of the fan base classic. is a
1: bandwagon fan base. We can agree to that, right? Well,
6: Galaxy is a bandwagon fan base. How many Well, Listen, the
1: back? majority of us have been so around that's since that's 1996. Really? Nina, l- Nina, is, n- Nina,
0: Nina,
6: this is. born in 1996.
1: Nina, this is. What year is, this were you born,
0: Chris? What year were you born, Chris?
1: Hey, I was born in 89. I came okay. here in 1995 okay. from Central America. My family in- initially okay. was huge LA Galaxy fans. We came here as a migrant family, that's but that's beside the point. Nina, it's simple. It's simple. Let's 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 really talk about the meat of this sandwich, right? Go for it. LAFC is built upon the success, the base that the LA Galaxy, the foundation that the LA Galaxy set here in MLS. Without the LA Galaxy, the MLS wouldn't exist. Without the LA Galaxy, LAFC wouldn't exist. So the next time, Nina,
6: do me a the favor. The next time,
1: team. the next time you go to the Bank of California Stadium and you, you sit down
6: and, and
1: you and you look around the stadium and you you breathe in, you breathe in that smog from downtown LA and that fermented smell of urine from Skid Row and from the stadium itself. And you look around and you sip on that expensive, overly priced hipster beer. You have to say to yourself, you have to say to yourself, and you have to say this, I really thank the LA Galaxy and the Galaxy fan base for making all of this possible for me so that I can sit here now and enjoy this because of the success that the LA Galaxy brought to MLS.
6: I do credit Galaxy with bringing a lot of support to the realm of soccer. You can't deny that. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Galaxy versus LAFC.
0: Mm. I can tell you,
6: everything, everything prior to 2015, I credit Galaxy as much as they deserve it. And I credit MLS in general. The movement of soccer in the United States has had such a bumpy and tumultuous past. You look at everything that's happened, all the different leagues that we've had, and everything that we've taken to get to the point where we're at to be respected in soccer in any other city. We had to do those big signings. We had to go and get those players. And, yes, Galaxy has been there, and they have been through the trenches. And I'm mm-hmm. sorry you're still in the trenches.
1: I'll always be in the trenches because that's the definition. All
0: right.
6: That you're... is the definition of a true fan. I totally agree. I think that's where you're going. True thick
1: and thick. It's no matter whether they're winning and or losing, losing I remain a loyal and fan. I don't, just, I don't just you stop being a fan because the team that's loses that. and then go and –
6: we didn't jump on either. the
1: bandwagon to the nice shiny new thing. We you have know?
6: twice as many season ticket holders as you, twice. and yet zeros, and
1: yet zero trophies in the trophy case. Oh, I'm so sorry, but it's won. true.
6: The same as you, it's the same silver. The supporter shield one. man is in Philadelphia.
1: It doesn't belong to you. you the supporter shield doesn't belong you to you. The supporter shield is currently in Philadelphia, and it'll go to the supporter shield winner of this so year. Of I'm sorry, but the shields trophy case or? is dusty.
6: So none of your supporter shields count. Is that we don't have we don't have any we don't have any of them in the
1: Take they're the not, they're not, Take they're not in the trophy case. They're not in the trophy case.
6: You got, okay. up?
0: let me, let me get it. All right. We're, we're going to finish this up. Cause we got, we got one, we got a couple more people to get on, but Nina, tell me, tell me why, uh, tell me why. There we go. I, I like that for some, uh we can't. Okay. There we go. Got some art. Tell me why Carlos Vela is the better option than Chicharito. And tell me how much, or tell me the score prediction that you have for this Saturday.
6: So I've given this a lot of thought. Vela and Chicharito, I think, are just completely different players. It's like comparing what Galaxy did prior to 2015 to what they're doing currently today. You can't compare them. But as far as scoring predictions, I know Galaxy have had a lot of issues with their defense. Um, I'm going to go 2-1 conservatively, but I think we might see 3-1 for LAFC. 3-1.
0: Three one and uh, Galaxy guy. This is a different question. Are you a supporter sure. of the Angel City uh, FC since they're playing? They're, they're since they're playing at the Bank of California Stadium.
1: Absolutely, dude. I honestly think that it's okay. it was very it was very needed. But by the way, it's not the first time the Galaxy used to have an affiliated female team long before LAFC ever did. The Galaxy Soul. Football. You remember that? It was a yeah. terrible time for soccer. Everything floundered. But listen, you were talking about Carlos Vela. Carlos Vela is a sensational player. Fantastic player. His ability. Second to none. When he's on it, he's on it. But you know what? Carlos Vela, his mentality, not the mentality of a professional soccer player, because he is right. the single biggest choke artist this league has ever seen. Big games when he needs to show up. Really? For example, playoff games against Seattle when he needs to show up, pff, kaput. He disappears. This, is, that, not, this, this is, is not, this, this is, is not. Me a, let me
0: get a rebuttal. We'll, we'll finish with the rebuttal because we got to get other oh. people in here. But finish with the rebuttal <laughs> why Cargavella <laughs> is, not, is not a choke artist.
6: All right. So for the team that relies on poaching to score their goals, not just with Chicharito, but also with Zlatan getting that big man up there in the box, how come you guys don't have any passes in the box? Why are we fourth in the league behind NYCFC, Nashville, and Orlando for passes in the box? Why can't you complete passes? Why are we doubled your shots on goal for the season?
1: I mean, it's three games in. You're talking about stats for three
0: all right, that's all the time we have. I got to I got to give props to Nina because her her counterpart Nina, did not, her counterpart did, did it was not show nice up. Nice meeting you. The, the Galaxy the Galaxy Gal did Nothing not show personal. up. Nothing personal. So the Galaxy Never. Gal did not show up. So got to give props to Nina because she was she was I had her paired up with someone else and the Galaxy Girl didn't show up. So props out to you, Galaxy <laughs> Guy. Uh, we'll we'll keep you around, but we're gonna put you in the queue. Nina, thank you for being on. Pleasure. We'll definitely have to get you on next time with 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 another uh galaxy gal that won't uh you know not show up and ghost us. But thank you for being on. No, thank you. Yep. All right. So up next, we got I believe Fernando. Uh let me let me pull him up. Uh foot foot underscore football two. And we got it's Mike. Um, so guys, uh welcome. How you guys doing? Obviously, you guys were you guys were in the queue. Uh, and saw what was going on there. Hopefully you guys are warmed up. Hope you guys know what's going on. Um, but up next, uh, total galaxy, you're next. Uh, so if you want to hop in there, definitely get in there. And then JP Marquez, uh, definitely hop in there. I think he's going to hop in around eight o'clock, but guys, it, it's up to you guys. So, uh, uh, let me start with you, Mike. Uh, tell me, tell me what, what annoys you about, about these LA LAFC fans that are, you know, they've come in loud the last four years.
7: Um, Just plastic straight up and down Um, from, again, everyone's talking about the whole Chivas. A lot of their supporter groups were Chivas fans, you know, uh, the Black Army, uh, some other section, sector or whatever with that whole supporters group went over and didn't want to support the Galaxy at all, even though they were beating them like crazy and, you know, hopped over. I mean, that's what's pretty much what it is. And it's pretty much a lot of LA Galaxy fans, that went for the new shiny toy. I even have some personal friends that have done the same thing and admitted to it.
0: Really? Are you still friends with those guy with those guys?
7: Yeah, uh, somewhat. I, mean, <laughs> I don't really talk to them as much as before, but they know they've they have told me a lot of LESC fans up and down in that stadium. Even season ticket holders have said, "Yeah, we were Galaxy fans. We just came because this is the new shiny toy." They legit have admitted it.
0: Uh Fernando I think you're 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 on mute. Um uh, okay, you're off. Uh, were you a Galaxy supporter before? Never. 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 Why I, not? I'll
8: be honest. I'll be honest. Before in the early 2000s I went to two Galaxy games and one and three game at Carson. and and, and one of the points, you know, when you first send over the email about this and everything with your question the first thing that I thought, you know, it's not about who runs it, it's about who lost it. And even after listening to Galaxy Podcast with all his history and all this vibe and everything, it's clear from the beginning of his narrative until now, Carson lost the fan base in Los Angeles. Whether you want to call it the city of LA or you want to call it the county of LA, you can debate all of that. But the fact that today, four years into the LAFC uh, season, you know, to the franchise, really, that the gal, the the LAFC can bring in this fan, can bring in this fan base, can generate all of this following of football outside of Carson. It means Carson lost the city or the county, Southern California, even I'll go because you know we don't have a team in San Diego.
0: Mike, how do you feel about that? Do you do you feel that you guys lost the city? And uh, what he's saying?
7: Um, to be honest. To to a certain extent, I can tell you because if that was the case, you wouldn't see that that many supporters coming out for the LA Galaxy at all. Period. That Victoria Black, you know, opening day last year, that wouldn't have been full. It wouldn't have been that loud. That stadium wouldn't have been loud if if we lost so much fan base. There is a lot of fan base for the Galaxy, but it's just a matter of everyone wants to go for the front runner or or the new shiny toy. Easy as that, no matter what is.
8: But not everybody left, went to LAFC, Mike. You just lost. Uh, There's a lot of
7: people uh, that... I'm a, I'm a, again, yeah, I can tell on. you. I a lot of you season ticket holders, and you can probably may or go do your research, kid. But yeah. that's Thanks that's what comes down part. to a lot of them. You know?
0: <laughs> he, said no, man, it, he said a
7: kid. I and, don't and know and what he said I appreciate it. In the end, we're your poppy. So Yeah, right. We're your poppy, hands You're
8: 26 years old. LAFC is 24 years old. Okay, Yeah. You know, you're, you're legit on that again, the end, you know, the, we're, the, we're the, the bottom problem. line is here that I've been wanting to say is literally LAFC is not Chivas USA. And then it looks like, you, you know, our galaxy podcast had Chivas USA used to pay rent at Carson. It looks like Chivas USA has been living rent free at Carson for over 10 years already, because there is no Chivas USA. There is, that doesn't exist. And yet you guys, from the first picture that I got sent over when the, the, before the first LAFC game, uh, the first picture I got sent over by a, a Galaxy friend of mine was a picture of a guy raising the Chivas 2.0. I, I mean, you, you know, no, the, day I, one, I, I mean, from if you day one, you know, it's rent-free. Chivas,
7: Chivas is living rent-free. Because that's all, weird. You, that's all I, I, you know. I, 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 don't you feel kind of weird all of a sudden that Chivas goes bankrupt, what, 2014 or so? Then all of a sudden, hey, we want to build a new team in LA with well, around the same people.
8: Maybe that team wasn't working. I mean, come on, come on. Uh, just oh, oh, with, you're the, pre- I'm with the same coach. Sure, I'm pretty sure. you're a hold fan oh, of on. some other team. You don't in some other you know, I'm pretty sure. Hold on. So that's Mike, not give me a minute. you at know, all. Mike, give me a minute. I'm pretty sure you're a fan of some other team. You know, I, I see a flag back there. Is that the Varsa or is that a different painting? But
7: no, that's my cousin's painting. Oh, all right.
8: So, so I'm pretty sure you're a fan of some other team in some other league. OK, what happens in every other league is that what what happens? I'm I'm Mexican born. I came here in, 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 when I was in elementary. I'm a Liga Mexican fan, period. That's know I am fan. love.
7: Right. I love right. seeing right. you guys go down. Right. No matter
8: so then what, what happens? What papi, happens? What happens when a team in the league loses? They drop, right? They drop here you don't have that system so of course if a team can't handle it, if a team can't keep keep up it's going to disappear that's what happens now that again lafc would have not happened if galaxy if carson had not lost the football fan base over the last 20 years in this in southern california now i can tell you one thing number 1 i was never an mls fan never never and even though i went to those things LAFC is the back to your questions, Gio to, to 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 the other fans and everything of what brought in. You know, it's basically LAFC is like my second chance to MLS, right? Ooh. Because now ooh. now so guys, I have you, a daughter. Ooh. Yeah, now I have a daughter. You know, for for the last thirty years and well, since I left Mexico, whatever. You know, I've missed going to the stadium. I used to live down the street from a stadium. I support a team that's 100 years old. You know, I want. I played football when I was in kindergarten, when I was elementary, when I was in high school. I missed that. Galaxy didn't catch me at that point. You, you get me in the late 90s, early 2000s. It didn't catch me at that point. Now that I have a daughter, you know, the first thing I did was when I heard LAC was signed up for our seats with our daughter, we signed that center shield, you know, the, the the founder's circle. We signed it. We took her there. She wore an LAFC uh, shirt before she wore an America shirt, you know, I, I, again, trying to transfer that ownership, trying to transfer that, that 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 base, trying to get her when she's 10, 15 years old cheering for LAFC, comes to across to a Galaxy fan and she goes, I've been LAFC from the beginning. I don't know about anybody else before I was born. Uh, I see that among a lot of other football fans. You know, uh, in the city, my, my daughter goes to went to a pre, uh, preschool in the West Side. It expanded the football base to that side. I used to see the parents and the kids coming into preschool, you know, showing up with LAFC gear from day one. This means again that Carson lost something. Somebody came in and grabbed onto it, and it's growing it. It's just growing it. It's it, it's not. It's business. Football is business, right? We went through this in the Superliga. Right? Let me, let me,
0: Mike, let me, let me ask you that because he's, he said his his second chance at the MLS was LAFC. And I, I feel like that's an interesting point because he's saying that for whatever the reason. And obviously, you said some of your friends ended up moving. Um, what are are your thoughts on that? Like, LAFC is a second chance to get into MLS for other people.
7: I can look at, putting it this way they're saying that's their second chance okay some people didn't like it when it first came out again if like he said he was a, he's a Liga MX fan it's not not comparable at all I mean the w- the way the stadiums are the way the atmosphere and, and the history and everything else and that's pretty much a lot of people's excuses who come to LAFC oh I was well I went to Galaxy games and it just didn't fit right or the atmosphere wasn't there and everything else but again just like laFC you guys did oh, we, we built that we built that atmosphere we built this the same thing you could have done the same with galaxy with the supporter groups or could have started but i mean A, but hold on ACB started in 2000, 2007 uh Riot squad it was was before that but the thing is fans started it people didn't want to start it who, who, the people who left the people who left didn't want to start that because they chose oh MLS is not for me next thing you know again something is being brought up and you're going to, the, the first person you want to bring is Carlos Vela? Of course, a lot of Mexican fans are going to be towards that. Okay, then now that's when everyone's going to be on, on the jump Carson, on the bandwagon. Again, my, jump on the
8: bandwagon. Galaxy Podcast made a big, big statement when he said, when he brought up the beginning of Galaxy with Cienfuegos and all of these Central American players and him being Central American. Carson has jumped from Central America to Mexico to Europe, back to Mexico etc. Okay. The reason they brought Chicharito is because they were losing after Zlatan, after bringing a big European, you know, star that should have, you know, Carson's been under construction for well over six years. They thought they were going to do it with Zlatan. Look at the big failure. Look at the big failure. That didn't happen. Zlatan wasn't filling up the stadium. What happened? They bring in, at the wrong time, okay, the COVID. I I, want to give it to, to every team. You know, they brought in Chicharito during COVID. Didn't expect it it crashed for a number of reasons. I think it would have been different for you guys had this been a regular season in 2020, right? Uh, But Carson over the 26 years, talk about the fakeness, talk about the business part, talk about, you know, looking for those focus groups and everything. Carson has jumped from Central America uh, talent to Mexican talent, back to Central America, back up to Europe back to Central America back to Mexico back to S to Europe now back to Mexico you cannot find over the last 26 years and, since and, but in, in the you end not the, the identity. but, but in the end identity. the diehard can't fans will
7: still stay the diehard fans it doesn't we can bring whatever they, whatever it is now you're,
8: you're well your diehard fan fans are now down to maybe less than 10 thousand because you don't the even worst, fill up still have to
7: ten thousand please uh, we just I ran too much at, 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 at a pact or even more. Even more rel- at our at our season opener. Yeah, a relative weren't. of
8: mine a relative of mine own has access to a box at at Home Depot Stadium. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> I go Home Depot. and I go there <laughs> hey, and I see hey. it. Half and, 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 empty, and, and, half and I, empty. So don't tell me that. I'm are you just talking, about pre-COVID? TV and and talking I,
0: about pre-COVID? You're talking about
8: pre-COVID yeah, now. Yeah. Pre-COVID, pre-COVID. Yes, yes, yes. Pre-COVID. I mean, for me, these first three games, you know, your uh, uh, Galaxy podcast was right. This first three games, nope. you know, we're warming up, etc. I'm talking 2019 before, right? 2019 for the last six years. 2013, 20, 20 2019. Okay, come on. You know, so you, that, you keep jumping, you keep much losing. Na- you're like, pretty my much point one is. When-
7: yeah, yeah, those are the hardest, the hardest years around. That after twenty fourteen, it was after right. the Bruce Arena. era. Not hold on, hold on, And that's again, that's that's the Mike, thing. It's after Mike. the Bruce Arena era. So right, if you know Mike. your stock right now, sending it and understanding, exactly. and understanding exactly. and that. So again, yes, you're gonna have you're gonna have your growing your growing stages, just like we did that's since a 96. Your front
8: office. the, the ninety six. But at the same office. time,
7: every like as as when you're going back to when you're talking about the San Fuegos and bringing all these uh, stars and everything else, in the end. When you were LAFC from 2014 to now, and so you played your first game against us, we were still beating you guys. The biggest hey, on, game, behind you, right here. And before last that, when, when you when you franchise, when when you franchise, when you franchise before it was Chivas US USA. No, 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 no. We were it, still again, beating again, you. We're not, we're so not talking about that, rent. I know. Mike.
8: Stick to one. Stick to a topic. Four years. Stick to four years. Three years gone. Four years. Ten games. Four years. Four years, four years, ten games. Go. Who's one? Who's the choke, one the most? Choke, choke, choke. Four ye- choke, 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 choked, 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 and kind of choke right now. Four years. Ten four years. I said ten, choke, games. Choke. Ten, games. <laughs> ten games. Oh yeah. Four choke. years. Stick to four years, Mike. Stick to the four years. Choked, 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 gonna choke this year. You don't then, have a team. Have your, then you don't have okay. the team. Then you're talking about your investment. You don't have the same players. thing happened
7: with you in MLS Cup in the past four years too? Okay. Because you haven't made it. So we make talking, we beat, keep talking we because you the
8: same beat you're in the, the same thing. we beat the since 1996 Carson for their biggest game in the last four years. They lost. You had your biggest and you all your money on Flaclan. Ch- he choked in the most important game. Forget the other three. Forget the other three Classicals. Forget the other oh, six. Yeah. You want to
7: forget. You chose. want to forget. He you chose. want to forget the, the losses. That's what you're saying. Oh, no, yeah. I forget don't. this. Forget I don't. that.
8: But I then, don't. Three losses. Bruh, three losses. In 10 games. Like the biggest game. We, in the, in 10 games,
7: we're still your puppy, no, no matter what. one game. we yes, one still, one still your puppy. Win or lose. One game in three years? Okay.
8: Come on. If that's... <laughs> nope. <laughs> The That's
0: fact the that you have a the fact win, that you're all, right, all right. I loved it. I loved it. We got we got to get in here. Total Galaxy and Juan Pablo Marquez. I love it. Give me, give me 10 10 seconds, a quick 10 seconds. Um uh who's what's the score? I want to get you guys a sport score predictions. Foot to football. Give me your score predictions for this Saturday.
8: Looking looking team for team you know laFC's B team tied with Seattle Gaut Carson's a team lost three nothing again against Seattle the team the Gat Carson is weak in the back, weak in the middle Chicha has no partners up in the front. this is an laFC win uh, win even if Vela doesn't win, doesn't play we have the backup we, we've proven that. I'd like to go with your with the early score of three1 just because we I think we do have the 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 figures to score three goals but I could go i like Nina as low as two one this two is one. our game
0: this is okay. our game Mike give give me give me your score predictions for this weekend
7: um either three two or two one um galaxy take it. Uh, everyone's talking about the back line, but still you know, there, cause Vanny's good at his formations. He can, she can change things up last, you know, last week we saw he changed up a whole different ball game and he said it himself. He was that wrong, but, uh, we'll take the W on that. Um, and easy as that. Okay. First, the three starts out, starts off this Saturday
0: Foot to football. Appreciate you, Mike guys in the comments. Let me know who won on a, that
7: on another note, on another note, shout out to my ACB folks. Uh, Ghost Ultra Galaxy, Victoria Black, and G's up, Leva's down.
0: There we go. There you go. Guys, thank you guys yeah, for, being for being on. We'll definitely like have you. to get you guys back on. All right. So up next, we got um Total Total Galaxy and Juan Pablo Marquez. We still have uh, Galaxy Guide podcast and the Defenders of the Bank in the queue. So we may bring them on right after this because I think, I think there's still some energy left. So let me know in the comments if you guys want to see them too uh, after uh, Total Galaxy and Juan Pablo Marquez. Perfect. I love that you guys are about the same age. So let's start off with you, Juan Pablo. Tell us a little bit how long uh, you've been, why you chose LAFC opposed uh, to LA Galaxy um, and, and what what it re- really intrigued you.
9: Yeah, so um, LA Galaxy never really called me. Um, I really think they're just pretty egotistical. Um, I don't know. I'm not like that. Um, I did play for Chivas USA Academy when I was younger. So <laughs> okay, okay. I, do, I guess I do have that calling um but Chivas USA is not like LAFC I went to Chivas USA games I've been to LAFC games they're nothing alike they really aren't the colors aren't alike the ownership group isn't alike it's not the same stadium we're not paying LA Galaxy to rent out that stadium like the other guy said like it's just not the same and then if LA Galaxy fans are so true then LA LAFC shouldn't have any fans then then nobody should hop on from LA Galaxy onto LAFC that's just my opinion um that's where my I guess, upbringing from LAFC comes
0: from. Okay. Okay. Thank you for the intro. Thank you for telling us that. Uh, Total Galaxy, Alex, is a pleasure to meet you, brother. Uh, tell us, tell us uh, about how long you've been, you've been following team. Cause I know you're, you're young yourself and why you decided uh, not to hop over to LAFC. If that will, if that were ever a, a thought in your mind.
3: So I've been a galaxy fan since around 2014, 2015. Um, what really intensified my, um, my love for the Galaxy was when they brought in uh, Steven Gerrard for a little bit because I'm a huge Liverpool fan. They're my favorite uh, club in Europe. And just um, I just love being in the stadium. The Galaxy, me and my family have gone to lots of games and we just appreciate being there. And it's just got a special place in my heart. Love talking to fans and just meeting new people in this community in general. And, you know, um, I'm a pretty loyal dude. I'm a pretty loyal dude. I'm not going to switch over to anything. Whether my team is doing bad or not, I'm going to stay loyal to the Galaxy nothing is ever going to change my mind and move me over to that side i'm going to be as a loyal i'm i don't want to sound cocky but I'm probably the most loyal guy out there dude very loyal you can ask my girlfriend i'm a hell of a loyal dude pablo
0: i want pablo are you you, do you do you agree with him do you think he's more loyal than you because he said he's not switching anything uh but but who who has the most loyalty between you two tell tell us why you're more loyal than him
9: uh i think i'm I'm most loyal. I would have been an LAFC original, but I was too young, so I didn't have the fifty bucks to just pay when I was when I got the opportunity. So I was I got the email since the beginning. I signed up for everything. I just couldn't pay to be an original and get season tickets. But if not, like if I if it were happening right now, I would be since their day one. Um, so I think I'm more loyal, but I respect his loyalty to LA Galaxy. I mean, I understand why you would be a LA Galaxy fan. I'm just not, and it just never called to me.
0: So let's let's talk about that. Let, let's talk about like in, 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 in calls to you. Uh, we'll start with you, Total Galaxy. What 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 annoys you about LAFC fans? Because you, you said you're a hey, if you're loyal to the LAFC, Galaxy, something has to bother you about LAFC fans and how they go about things.
3: I think my number one thing with that is that they think that they're our biggest rivals. When in reality, they're really not. We have oh, a okay. much bigger rivalry okay. with San Jose. A majority of Galaxy fans can tell you that they consider San Jose against the galaxy a bigger rivalry than lafc versus la galaxy because there's so much history in that game and so many other fans will tell you that they love going up to san jose to just annoy the hell out of the people over there i feel like this rivalry has been fabricated so much by just the big corporations like fox trying to put this on there you know i get it yeah the games are pretty cool but at the end of the day the real galaxy rival is san jose
0: Juan Pablo, tell us about that. He, do, he doesn't feel like you, you guys are, are, are their biggest rival. W- would you disagree with that?
3: I mean, they're the easiest team to
9: beat. That's why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the last guy was like, we're your poppy, but you guys lose when it counts. So, I mean, I don't really oh. see your poppy here. Um, who has the biggest win? Uh, 6-2. We have the biggest win. We okay. have goals, even though we've lost more games. So, I mean, who's your poppy? I don't know. I'm not going to say we're your poppy, but you guys are definitely
3: not our poppy. You bring up a good point about how, yes, you guys do have the biggest margin of victory, but you guys are the most underachieving team in probably like the last four or five years in MLS. You guys had an MVP player. You guys had were like top of the table and you guys still couldn't win. You guys had a historic season. I'm, I'm a Galaxy fan. I can admit that you guys had a historic season, yet you couldn't get to the finish line.
9: You guys were founded in 1996. You guys won your first MLS Cup in 2002. So you guys won your first title in six years. We uh, are on our fourth year. So if we win it this year or even next year, we still did better than you guys at the beginning.
3: That's a. I think that's a really complex comparison because MLS from back then is a lot more different than MLS today. MLS today helped you guys get a decent squad to start off. And, and let's just start here. Like I said, underachievement is, is really key over here. If I could bring another sport to here, I'd compare you guys to Milwaukee Bucks of a couple of years ago. Giannis Bella. The yeah, they had, they had a great team that year. They should have gone to the finals. But at the end of the day, they, they choked and they couldn't make have it. You
9: been? But where have you guys been? You guys, oh, been
3: We've been filling in our trophy cases this since, whole time. Ever
9: since, ever since LAFC said they were going to be something, 2014, last title. 2016, your guys' is next year, you guys were last. In any other country, oh. you guys would have been relegated. Oh, You're okay. Boone trophy. In any other league, you guys are relegated. You lose one complete season. You guys are nowhere to be found. River Plate relegated. Boca is always going to be better than them until they're relegated. Like Chivas and America never been relegated. That's why they're both the top two Mexican teams. Galaxy, last place. Because why? The MLS is the MLS. There's no relegation system. Blah, 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 blah. You guys are last place. Any other league, you guys are nowhere to be found next season.
3: Well, okay, let's start off here. So, like you mentioned, right, there's no promotion, relegation, in MLS. But we're going to start off just saying that, look, every year is different, right, because of how the league is structured, right? There's a lot of uh, contracts moving around and players moving around. So, oh, clear. yeah, but you guys still haven't done anything, really. There's literally almost little to none accomplishments we for have, your team. In
9: market, We have the some LA, like, attraction and you guys haven't been anywhere for the last four years and you guys still aren't up to par with us you guys still aren't up to par with us so i mean and since the beginning la the latino like soccer city in 1996 you guys should have been winning every single year at the beginning
3: i mean we do we'll have the most trophies here. and more mls clubs so i mean yeah. we, we kind of have done that what you're yeah. trying to say we can't win every year i don't <laughs> think any team in anywhere around the world has won almost every year
9: You guys have choked since the beginning of your existence too. So your first six years were irrelevant. And then we already have the supporter shield. So we already have a title and we're always there. I mean, we were there in Champions League. You guys have played Champions League too. And you guys have never gone to the finals. Your best run was in semifinals and you lost 31 on aggregate. I mean, we beat three Mexican teams three mexican teams you guys haven't really done it that still
3: didn't take anything still didn't take anything oh, sure. It can yeah, you can oh, sure. you can be top of the league go literally do as much as you want but a trophy means everything right like let's talk about the warriors right when they went 7 73 and 9 yeah that team was really good but everyone's gonna remember when lebron came back <laughs> and <laughs> won that series so it makes no sense right it means nothing without a ring it means nothing without a trophy
9: yeah but it's not like you guys
3: beat us it means oh. nothing without a trophy we have trophies you guys, you guys have nothing it means nothing without a trophy.
9: Versus, versus Sounders, LAFC versus anybody else. LAFC chokes, but the Galaxy isn't there. The Galaxy is nowhere to be found. You guys are sitting on your couch watching us play. where We're at the stadium in the finals playing. So, I mean, it's like, where would you rather be? And then, oh, you guys, well, we have our titles in the history, but you guys haven't been relevant for better half of a decade. You guys haven't been relevant. Okay, now you guys have Greg Vanney. Now you guys have Chicharito. But who's going to give Chicharito the balls? Right now, this present season, you guys haven't had uh, a, a – what is it? Uh, you guys haven't kept your going zero, three two three two two zero. Right now, okay, nothing relevant still. Like, when are you guys gonna get to our level still? Because okay. right now, MLS comes. Let me let me
0: ask you. So, oh, okay. so, so tell Galaxy. Let's talk about that. He said he said you guys are at their level right now. um Obviously, Galaxy have conceded. Obviously, we we know that. So tell us mm-hmm. tell us why you think the Galaxy. If if you don't if you don't see it this way, but why do you why do you feel like Galaxy is already or above uh, LAFC's level this season?
3: Look, I think with just three games to go, it's a really small sample size. I can't really say any team right now throughout all of MLS is a really like there's a contender right there that you can totally know that they're above the rest of everybody else. So I think it's really premature to say that one team is better than the other, but all I'm gonna say is that anything happened in one game, literally anything can happen. You guys had a three 0 lead, and then we ended up winning. Four to three, so anything can happen at this game.
9: Yeah, and I'm back to the same guy, last guy who said we're your poppy, but okay, playoff game, we win five three. So who? And
0: are you saying? Are you saying you're 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 his poppy? Is that what no, you say? am
3: not saying that because it's just not something you should. Well, say. like I said, that was the <laughs> year. that you was the year. That was the year you guys had it all going. You guys had it all going and still couldn't do anything. Well, nothing without totally a ring.
9: Your first title in six years. So yeah, MLS was
3: completely I mean, different back then. It's not really a fair comparison. It's harder
9: to win it now. There's only ten teams, and you guys are in Los Angeles. You guys have the best market in any year, in any given year. Everyone wants to be in LA. This is a, a Latino soccer city. Like this is a soccer cosmopolitan. Like Southern California produces the best soccer players in the world. How do you guys not win when there's only ten teams and it takes you six years to win that? I mean. If you want to talk about choking and your history, then you guys have been choking at the beginning of your history too. So,
3: is it, what's your counter the, to that? Okay. Okay. So, like I said, right? No team is going to win it every year. But as we've progressed, as listen to my point, as we've progressed, right? We've shown that we are, we literally are the reason why MLS is probably where it's at right now because of such of the big signings, because of the mark that is LA bringing in David Beckham. I think every MLS fan can agree. That was such a big helpful to the league. If you're a true MLS fan, you can agree with that. David Beckham to the galaxy was probably the biggest and best thing that ever happened to MLS.
9: Well, yeah, but that's not my point. My point is you guys, it took you guys six years to win a championship, and you guys are so hung up on your past. So in our first four years, we still haven't, we have won the Supporter Shield, so we still have two years to tie you guys in our first MLS Cup. Um, you can go back to 2013 where Beckham came. Yeah, that's great. That's all fine and dandy. Obviously, he came. It's Hollywood. It's LA, and you guys did great for the league, and it helped it grow. And then LAFC came, and you guys haven't been relevant since then. Ever since Beckham left, you guys bring Steven Gerrard. Didn't do anything. You guys bring Slatan, He left. It's not like you guys kicked him out. He left. He didn't want to oh. be there anymore. Oh, he didn't want to be there anymore. He's like, the system here in the US sucks. I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go to AC Milan because I want to play good football. And you you guys, what, bring Chicharito now? Fine. You guys always bring number nines, but you guys don't bring a playmaker like Vela. Vela can create his own chances. Chicharito, I love Chicharito. He's a great player in the box, but he he, he needs somebody to distribute him the ball. Like, you guys keep signing number nines, and you guys have Kevin Cabral coming in. I don't know how he's going to do. I don't know. He's still in quarantine. I don't know. He's a playmaker. But still, you're not going to compare Vela to Kevin Cabral.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm not. I'm not comparing that at all. I'm. I'm saying, yeah. Vela is obviously one of the top players in MLS. I'm not saying he he's horrible or saying he's trash. Because if I did, that'd be pretty stupid. Because I know the quality that he is. I, I respect Vela as he is. But like I said, too, we're this team right now is still figuring it out right now. We're doing our best to really do um to really get back there because lately the coaches we've had have been not the best, but. The thing is, with our team, is that we have faith that we can get better. We have faith in the coach. We are literally rebuilding our team to dominate for the next couple of years. Trust me, I, I've said this so many times on my show where I've said that this MLS season is going to be a growing pain for the LA Galaxy. I'm not expecting anything crazy this year, but trust me, next couple of years, th- this team's going to get a heck lot better.
0: Okay, let's. Man, you guys know your stuff. And Juan Pablo, people are saying this guy knows his Galaxy stuff, which you definitely do. You're definitely, right. Def- right. you guys are both definitely. The in the my- So let's finish off uh, with this. Um, give you guys each each about a minute. Juan Pablo, give give me give me your analysis on Saturday's game. What's the score line going to be? What's the score going to be? Um, is Chicharito going to get involved? Is he is he for real this season? Uh, and j- just go off with of that.
9: Uh, I think our back line is just better and he can contain they can contain Chicharito um our okay. middle our middle yeah. world class I mean, not world class but i mean MLS top class um so they're not gonna let Chicharito mm-hmm. get any balls and if Vela and rossi are still eighty percent they're gonna do damage to that back line I say a two one it's not gonna be this big victory like it or this big goal scoring game uh, like it's been in the past mm-hmm. because everyone's injured and it's fairly really the fourth game so I'm gonna say two one laFC
0: Total Galaxy, give me your score prediction and how well Chicharito does in this game. Um, it, if there's any game, let me just say this. If there's any game that I feel like Chicharito needs sort of show up, it, it's this game.
3: Yeah, uh, so far for the season for the Galaxy, right? Um, we've seen Chicharito get to a hot start. And uh, there's a lot of injuries for both sides, really. So I'm going to say that this game is going to be a lot, a little bit more closer. I'm probably going to go with um, probably the least popular position here and a 1-0 win for the Galaxy. I think Chicharito scores. I just think that this game is going to be a, uh, quite a defensive battle. And I feel that attacking-wise, it's going to be kind of sloppy. But I think the Galaxy, with that poaching instinct of Chicharito, will get on the score sheet.
0: So one, you have a 1-0 LA Galaxy? Yeah,
3: 1-0 win. Yeah, Man, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping it's more than that. I'm hoping scoreboard. it's more than that. Yeah, but, trust hey. me, I'm hoping too, but if I'm being realistic, I think that's what it'll kind of be end up being like.
0: Okay. Juan well, Pablo, Alex, aka Total Galaxy, a pleasure to have you guys on. Would love to have you guys on again. I think I'm gonna definitely do this. Guys, everybody in the chat, I mean, give these guys a round of applause. Young kids, young bulls. They, they came in with the knowledge. Uh, I didn't know Juan Pablo coming in. He, he knows his stuff. He messaged me. So drop it in the chat who won. And we'll bring up our Galaxy Guy podcast. And we'll bring up the scarf, the defenders of the bank. And, and we'll, we'll chop it up uh, in here. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right. So I see Galaxy Guy podcast. We I have was falling asleep here. there for a while. We have man. Marvin here. We'll, we'll throw Marvin here as well, um, to make it four. But I don't I don't want I don't want the double team though. So we, we may we may have to. You, you actually interrupts. should have
1: brought on. You should have brought on every single LAFC fan <laughs> to make it fair, you know. Because I, and honestly, Joe, I'm going to be honest with you. I hope you don't get in trouble for streaming this on YouTube because I'm pretty sure there's a there's a rule against live streaming violence and 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 actual murder on YouTube. So, uh, which I believe is exactly what happened on here tonight. Uh, sorry to all the LAFC fans that came on to your show that had to suffer through that, but, uh, it is what it is. Um,
2: no, I, Gio, Gio, I appreciate you bringing me back on. I was told in the comments that I'm too fiery. I'm too passionate. I'm too emotional. So I'm going to take this next little bit just <laughs> to kind of calm down a little bit. I'm going to channel my inner Marv. I really loved how Marv spit the truth Without having to kind of go ape on everybody, so I appreciate you, Mark.
1: <laughs> I like you know, the ape reference, by you, the way.
2: You, yeah, right. That was for you. So you caught that. So you, <laughs> you don't need a map or anything. You got that. But what I, I love so much is, Geo. What we're doing here. What I love this is when. When was MLS ever been able to engender this kind of emotionality, this kind of rivalry? Like this is what the city of Los Angeles has been waiting for since '96. Since. Carson came into the fray. They've needed a foil. And, yeah, look, we've played each other ten times. The thing that kills me isn't that we've lost one more game than they have. What kills me is that they've beat us at the bank, which is why I can't wait for this match to be able to even up the score. We've already talked about our score lines and everything else. Look, ten games does not make a 26-year history. We know that. Four years this year for us does not make a 26-year history – but you have to admit that something like this for the city of Los Angeles, because we know how little Angelenos respect the Lakers-Clippers rivalry. We know we definitely don't respect the Dodgers, Angels, or Ducks, Kings. Not even – it is pretty much you have to go back to the Rams-Raiders days for something like this. This is what it's all about here in the city of Los Angeles. This is what I love so much. And honestly, we – need them as much as they need us to keep this rivalry going it's passionate discourse like this that will keep us going well so, that, so that 20, i think you guys like, need us more far
1: more than we ready. need you sir so,
2: so chris let's make an agreement <laughs> right here we're we're four years in 22 years later you and i are going to come back on geo's podcast it's going to be a long time from now and we'll talk about how we did in our <laughs> well, first 26 years and we'll talk about how you did in your first 26. Chances
1: are you guys might fold again and reform as another team, and then at that point you'll have to deny that team as well that LAFC ever existed. But
0: okay, we'll okay. see in 20 years. Let's get Marvin here. What What are your thoughts of of this? What, what we've What we've done today so far? I think you're on mic. I think you're muted, Marv. I think you're I was muted like Marv. Marv we'll is we'll getting more this. zen than yeah. before. Obviously. That was great.
5: I will say this: that the young kids who were talking earlier, uh, just right before us. They brought up a really good point, and, uh, yeah, you know, the rivalry heating up here in the city is great, and and that's how it should be. That's what a Derby should be, but let's remember what the young kid said. If I had to rank this rivalry for our team, this is at least the number four biggest rivalry because I would say San Jose is the, the Cali Classico number one because of history. Number two, I would say the D.C. United game because of the two winningest teams in the league. That's our Classico. That's our, you know, two top dogs. Then I would say the New York Red Bulls because of the Metro Stars Galaxies. It's always been New York, L.A. for every sport. Those two teams have to hate each other. Right now, I would throw LAFC at number four because it's just barely starting. You know, that history is barely starting. So 20 years from now, might be a different story depending on how heated it gets, but yeah, I think they so, need us more than we need them at this point. They definitely so you need hold on. Us so more. You,
0: don't, you don't you don't even see a top two. You see a top like fourth. Yeah. All right, all right, because right, I people in the in the comments in the chat, let me know. Um, because you bring up a lot of a lot of history, but I I feel that the MLS doesn't feel that way, and I know not a lot of people are going to feel the, the same way that the MLS feels, but this is definitely. Promoted within the last, what, four years that this is the biggest rivalry, right? Yeah, and, but, and
5: this, was, this was, I feel like how they said earlier, this was really started by media. You know, they no hadn't experience. had any games, and yet these people got together and started a, a noise. And But what I would also a-
0: say, though, Slotan the game that Slotan had and the performance he did and Carlos Vela did, just amplified it, right? Like exactly put LFC on it, the it, map. It, 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 it just reason. made it, it made it what it is because of the Slaton and Carlos Vela. I would it, I exactly. would have that mix. I wouldn't necessarily because that's not media created. That is no no no. We're talking about from the beginning. we
5: about the very beginning. It was media created. Had it not been for Vela having a great first half, had it not been for Slaton's heroics, we wouldn't even be here today. This wouldn't even be a conversation that's happening. Had that game just been a shit show of, of nothing. So, yeah, the, it, it felt fabricated. Uh, and that's why I'm saying at this moment, they need us more than we need them because we already have other rivals, other games on the calendar that we look forward to throughout the year. This game is now becoming one of those because it's only 10 games compared to, but, but, you know. But let, me, let, me
0: what, ask, let me ask this. I, I just want to clarify, All Galaxy fans, right, who are you guys are listening? When you look at the calendar, it, obviously I know the San Jose rivalry. But when you look at the calendar, you know how close LAFC is to, to you guys, right? Isn't this game, don't you pencil in a little bit more because you want to beat them because they're your closest neighbors? I understand the history. I get it. And I want to get into the question below. But give me give me your thoughts on that when you know that LAFC came in so high, and you know what Zlatan uh, did. We know what Carlos Vela has done. Listen, I feel like this has to bump, bump up a little bit more because of what we've seen within in, the last, the last couple of
1: years. In the world of soccer, you see this all throughout the world of soccer, whether it's Real Madrid, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Atletico, whether it's, it's Chivas and Club America. These are rivalries that have history behind them, a long, long history LAFC came into the league in that very same year, all the pundits and MLS commentators were saying, this is the greatest rivalry in MLS history, even before they even played the first match. There's no history there. The real history is LA Galaxy versus DC United, like Marv said, LA Galaxy versus San Jose. Hell, I'll even throw Seattle Sounders in there because of the heated games we've had in the last couple of years with the Seattle Sounders. LAFC's been around for, what, three years? Before that, let's be honest, we played 33 games against their first identity which was chivas usa we played 33 matches la galaxy took 21 wins and we lost four times against chivas that's not a rivalry sir there's no history there that's that's that's
0: little step brother you know i get it but let's get into this question but i think the last four years i think this rivalry is, is different than san jose because san jose hasn't been anything but i get i get i get what you guys are saying all right let's compare i wanted to bring this up earlier but Gio Ayala says compare the name el traffic or a classical come on now do you guys like the name El Trafico? I, I, I've been like, eh, about it. But t- tell me, t- well, Scarf, we'll go with you.
2: Yeah, let me go back to Chris's focus groups for a second there that he thinks made our whole club. What focus groups definitely made was the name El Trafico. And, look, it's not, it's not my favorite name. It's not anybody who I know that actually cares about this rivalry. Nobody actually calls it El Trafico. I like something like the battle for Los Angeles or the the 110 collision or something, something fun and interesting. But El Trafico, that literally just means the traffic. Like, that's it. Right. It doesn't resonate. And the problem is, it's like look, Bo Jackson said, you can't make up a nickname for yourself. Right. This was made up. By media people, this doesn't resonate with the true fashion- passionate fans of either LA Galaxy or LAFC. It's the Los Angeles Derby or the Derby, however we're supposed to say it, right? It's the LA Derby and uh, El Tráfico. To me, no, thank you.
1: We can agree on something, Scarf. I agree with you, sir. Hey, a, it's like a pretty, it. it's a pretty silly name.
5: I hundred yeah. percent agree. It just it feels made up. They're trying too hard when. If you want to bring people to the sport, if you want to make real fans, call it what it is, the Derby. It's the Battle of Los Angeles. It's the game to see who wins this city year in and year out, the two or three times we're supposed to play each other. That's how you get real fans to really pay attention. When you manufacture these little quip hashtag type of names, that's where you're going to lose a lot of people because they're just going to say, "Ah, it's cute. Yeah, it was all right. No, real diehard fans will know. You can go to Argentina. Everyone knows El Superclásico of Boca River. You can say that in Mexico or in Mexico between Chivas and, and America. You can go to El Clásico Real Barça. People will know that name because it was earned. Because why? Those two teams built up a history of being the best against each other. This is a derby. There's a lot of great derbies in the world. Roma Lazio, uh, City United. You know, the North London derby of Arsenal Tottenham has a lot of history. And that and that's another one. You had one team that was great, one team that hasn't won anything since the 60s. But that rivalry is still heated to this day. So, you know, you can go to Istanbul and they're the four teams of Istanbul. They all hate each other. But it was earned through the playing on the field. Saying something like El Trafico, just... Let's just forget about it. Let's make up our own. We're going to call it the Derby, the LA Derby, Battle of LA. I like that, by the way. Scar. I, I'm with good. you.
0: I I think there needs to be. A, I, I don't. I don't like El Tráfico. I never liked it. I, I've always felt it has to be something different, something that. The LA Derby is is cool, but I feel like it need, there needs to be a little bit more swagger, and I don't I don't feel like it's Old Traffical, but something that's representative of the city. And I, I can't think about it. Maybe maybe we can come up with the name uh, here or whatever. But I, I think it needs to be something a little bit better than El Traffical because it sounds way like way you say way too made up. Yeah, it easy. sounds like
1: way too much smog, you know. And it's uh, especially when you're near downtown LA, the smog is too thick. You tend to choke, you know what I mean? So. um <clears throat> Dude, okay. i mean i don't okay. have to i don't have to go further
0: with that one but uh you know
1: there's we'll the sure rim,
2: the rim shot happened there right was that a
0: lost <laughs> right? film says i don't see it as a classical because there's no history there <laughs> that's right <laughs> this is el Tráfico, the Should battle uh, of la over el Tráfico. it, it makes me think LG. of
2: geo that that rage against the machine album cover right the battle of los angeles like that's kind of the vibe right like we you know, we like to think of this as, as a battle for the city or, you know, in Carson's case, a battle for the county. Whatever whatever it is, however we're drawing our maps, right? Yeah, there it is. See, I, I set him up for that Los one. Los Angeles no, County I, right
1: there. Carson, I, I think right that, there. I
2: think that that's what we are. We meaning our two clubs that we support. That's that's what we're here for, right? That's why we're so passionate about this because Los Angeles, the most passionate city in the world, It's it's really uniting, again, the world's people through the world's game. And when you when you look in the stands, right, you see a cross section of everything that makes Los Angeles so great, including the competitive, the fire that you see out there on the pitch each and every match.
0: Juan Pablo, I want to get your get your thoughts in here. We may have to take you out because the the view is kind of tricky. But what are, what are your thoughts on our old Traffical name and what what was, what should we come up with or what what are your thoughts?
9: I don't like it. Uh, I think Battle for for L.A. or for the One Ten collision is better but or la derby i just don't like old traffic but it just doesn't scream soccer it just doesn't scream an important match
0: yeah i, I think i think i don't know. obviously i don't think we'll come up with it here but I, there, it has to be something different it has to be something that's soccer related but something that ties in with our los angeles right la derby i get it but i, I feel like it needs a little bit more but hey if we can come up with something that that That'd be great. But, um, but yeah, right now I, I'm not, I'm not not been feeling it since, since the first, since the four years ago, whenever, whenever they created it, um, you know, I keep hearing battle for, for LA ball for our label, I guess, uh, G man, uh, he says, uh, TDM, he says, I like the name. Okay. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think it's interesting. It gets interesting when it when it comes to that. But I think another thing that's interesting is let's let's talk a little bit about the league and how uh, let's talk about how LA Galaxy has set up their team, which it, it looks like it's shifting. Um, but LAFC, let, let, Scarf, I'm, I'm gonna go with you on how LAFC has built their team. Uh, obviously, you know they brought in these international stars, and it looks like a lot of teams in the MLS are mirroring that. Do you feel the same way about that?
2: Look, I think what LAFC has tried to do is find young talent from especially we've seen Uruguay. And and I think that what we're trying to do is to establish a place for that talent to grow. And then look, John Thorrington said it from day one, right? We want to grow young talent and we want to be able to support them in their quest to go to Europe. Whereas if you look at what Galaxy have done throughout the majority of their time as a club is they've already brought over the big name into the MLS after they've really had their run at the top of their game. So I think it's, it's two different things, but I will say this, you look at a team like galaxy and they have started to shift now into what the rest of major league soccer is trying to do. I think bringing in Greg Vanny is a huge thing for them because it's about establishing a culture for the first time in a long time there. And it's exciting to see young guys like Diego Rossi and Edward Tuesta to be able to go up against young guys that they have. I'm a big fan of watching a guy like Julian Araujo. I think he's a lot of fun. We'll see what happens with him. And Efren Alvarez, what we're seeing Major League Soccer become now is more of a proving ground for these young players. Look, my favorite favorite player of all time in MLS, I'm going to get a lot of flack for this. I don't care. I'm an Andrea Pirlo guy. And there was nothing like watching the magician in the midfield, Andrea Pirlo. But we can all agree that watching Andrea Pirlo in MLS doesn't, feel the same as watching a guy like Eduardo Atuesta work in the midfield because you feel like you're seeing something that is growing before your eyes rather than something that's come to a retirement home. And
1: I, I agree with that. But to be honest, Eduardo Atuesta doesn't bring in the fans. He doesn't bring in the money. And at the of end course. of the day, MLS is a business. And as a business, it survives through revenue. Eduardo Atuesta can be the single greatest player in MLS history, the greatest midfielder the league has ever seen. But at the end of the day, no one's going to tune in to watch him. No one's going to really buy his jersey outside of the people in Exposition Park. And and people aren't just going to care. Andrea Pirlo, on the other hand, yeah, sure, his legs were gone. Lampard, Gerrard, uh, David Beckham might have been there. But you know what? Those guys brought in this, which is the revenue, the viewership, the merchandise sales, and they're the ones that kept the league afloat when the league needed it the most. Not the Edward Etwestas, not the not the Rosies. Now, that is changing that's changing and we see that it's become evident since Toronto signed Sebastian Jovinko who was a young designated player changed the league completely LA Galaxy is taking notes from that as well right they signed uh Romana Alessandrini, who was a, a younger guy when he came prime age 27 years of uh, 27 years old uh we have Kevin Cabral now 21 22 year old guy it's a it's a process of evolution and the LA Galaxy has always been at the forefront and you know what They've taken a they've taken a little fumble there in the last couple of years, but at the end of the day, the LA Galaxy is still like White Mike said earlier, still El Papi in Los Angeles.
0: <laughs> this guy brings the poppy. Back. All so right, papi. well, Pablo, well, Pablo, you, you had uh, some rebuttals to this. Tell I'm, us why Galaxy is not your guys' poppy. I mean, you can't be poppy when you don't win important games. Oh.
1: But I mean, we have trophies, though. I mean, we go back to the no, same thing, I Bob. Hear. I know you're a young kid, but, you know, I let, let him talk. I, I want
0: to hear what have to say. We go back
9: to your past, and it took you six years to win your first MLS Cup. We're still we
0: heard you say that like five <laughs> times.
9: Oh, yeah, and you talked a lot and didn't let anybody else speak. So.
5: <laughs> hey, I was told to come and banter. We made it to the <laughs> final hey, to come and banter. In, in the first year, overtime in the rain. So what? What did you guys do in your first year? You had a good season. Oh well, that means nothing. Okay, okay Pro- come when they come. History is is important like this. Listen, kid. When you talk about a rivalry, oh, a playoff game. <laughs> her, her, her. That means nothing. <laughs> hey, it's only been one. Here's hey, Marv, the history, and maybe Scarf- three
1: Mexican teams, bro. Three no. Mexican teams.
5: Hey, who's the only team in this century to win a CONCACAF trophy? The Galaxy. Yeah, when it's, it's, the it only MLS, it's the only MLS representative. Now, here's a how it goes, a kid. Here's there how it goes, kid. And this is why I said up. LAFC is the fourth in the, in the line of history. It wasn't relevant. We've only played 10 games. It and was, even in those 10 games, we're still one game ahead of you. So until you guys have won trophies, until there have been multiple playoff games, that argument – Really, will will mean nothing to us because. And why do you guys like your past so much?
9: We'll focus on the present then. Like it just. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't matter.
5: I, I am focused on the present. The present right now is Saturday. No. We yeah. got. We got to see. But see, you're focused on our past too because you keep bringing it up. Oh no, you, 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 you do bring six it up years. first. You guys bring it up first, so I'm just rebuttaling. because we have a past to bring up.
1: Pablo, yeah. let me ask you this. Focus on it. Pablo, let me ask you this. Um, how old are you? Astros.
0: This is just versus astro this guy's wild? <laughs> uh, I'm twenty one. I'm twenty one. Tw-
1: twenty-one. Okay. So you weren't born around the time MLS started in nineteen ninety six, but I'm assuming you've been in Los Angeles long enough. Yeah. You knew of the LA Galaxy? Yeah, but
9: just like just like in Madrid. You were a
1: soccer fan?
9: There's Atletico, there's always gonna be two teams. So I don't know why you bring up this LA Galaxy, living in LA and you're not an LA Galaxy fan, like I, don't, I don't understand. Because I don't, I don't because about, of because
1: of this energy, because of this energy that LAFC fans bring to the league, right? You guys, right. I, I want to these...
5: be I want to be very clear, Galaxy iPads. Let me let me ask one question. Sure. All right. For a rivalry to be even worthwhile of anything, we respect your team because you guys were given you know golden goose to build a competitive team from day one. If we don't have that same kind of respect from your fans. And there is no rivalry to talk about. It's, it's a gentleman's sport at the end of the day. Okay, I respect that your team from day one was said, here you go. We've changed all these rules so you guys don't have to start from the bottom to get here. You guys can just shoot from the ground running, which your team did respectfully. But if we don't get that same kind of respect saying, hey, you guys were here first. You guys did kick a lot of ass. Right. then you know what we have nothing to talk about and everything you say to me is mute it is it's just saying like well talk to me in 20 years kid we'll see how this goes
2: Marv, Marv. the problem the problem is is that galaxy fans have a double standard with this it's you guys are the only ones that can talk about your past and every time we do it's oh well you know now you don't have a history nobody that's an LAFC supporter can deny that for 22 years you were the only game in town and for some of those 22 we years we you were guys not. were
5: very very good we were not.
2: and then for you, come on come on really no no let's really? let's be real I've Frank. Been, I've been to those in I've been to those
5: 2005 or whatever sure they try to bring in chivas to cash in on a mexican fan and, base
2: and it didn't work right and it didn't And it work. did
5: not work but we were right. not the only game in town it's if, just if you if when they sold those, those rights to your new owners course. you your new you've owners been now had hold on, hold on Marv, Marv,
2: speak. Marv. I, I let you talk you've i've been you've been to those Chiefs USA games there were 1700 people for some of the in the stands for some of those games okay That's So generous let's let's be honest here if you guys take your place on the mantle then take your place on the mantle be that team so my thing is this i have no problem acknowledging 22 years i have no problem acknowledging first to five since 96, all that stuff. But you can't then hold it against LAFC fans as a sign of disrespect because I'll tell you this, I am great friends with a bunch of guys who sit in Victoria Block, with a bunch of supporters who sit all throughout that stadium. Because you're a fan of a crest, a club, doesn't matter to me, right? It's all about respect. And I have had incredible conversations both on our podcast, at both of the stadiums it's it's all about respect, right? It's unfortunate that there are always those few that ruin the respect aspect for both laFC fans and for galaxy fans. but it is absolutely an acknowledgement of respect by just Juan Pablo especially Juan Pablo he's coming on here and and he's trying to combat the argument of well, you weren't even born since we were a team like what what do you want juan Pablo to say to that? like okay, i I wasn't a zygote early enough. I'm sorry that's hey. My bad.
1: <laughs> hey you know. <laughs> I was trying to go somewhere with that when I was asking him that. I I wasn't allowed to, but listen, first of all, I just have to say. Yeah, sorry, Chris hasn't had
2: enough time to speak here. I have to say Mr.
1: Scarf, Mr. Mr., uh, Juan Pablo, Nina, all the LAFC fans that came on today. I'm very thankful that you guys uh, actually wore, uh, didn't wear your camo because I would have had a hard time seeing you guys on the screen. Um, But listen, let's be honest. M- MLS does not respect you guys. All the teams around MLS don't respect LAFC. They see you guys as a joke, as a laughing stock. The laughing, the laughing stock of the league is that you guys are the ter- the worst fan base since I don't know what other fan base has been really bad. Oh wait, I can't think of that. For the most part, MLS fan bases have been pretty pretty good. LAFC fans showered Seattle players with urine and whatever else kidney juice was in those bottles. You guys just haven't earned any respect in the league. People don't like LAFC fans. They think you guys are trashy. I mean, we saw the video of one of your fans defecating at the Bank of California, which is by now oh, Galaxy so- fans, which is now why Galaxy fans <laughs> call it the stank of California, right? Not to mention that that putrid stench that comes just coming into the stadium from Skid Row. So you know, I mean, poor girl. I don't hey,
0: by by the way, poor girl who. Whoever was caught, I, I've seen the clip. I, I didn't think that was going to be brought up, but poor person. Because <laughs> it gets brought up around these times, around when LAFC and LA Galaxy uh, tend to happen. And I don't know how that happened, but I know certain people a, a, on Twitter bring that up. But um, but what I will say is, obviously, we, we don't want that to, to obviously happen. But what, what do you mean about the urine? Are you talking about people... Putting urine in the cups and throwing it at, at Seattle Sanders. Is, that, is there something that happened? Of course. It's an
5: old Latin American tradition. Old Latin American tradition. The Latin American um, in, the tradition. Old, in the old countries where they would throw cups or bags full of urine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that, team. but I've n- I never well, heard the story it, of. It, it seems that some ask this, of their these fans guys don't tell you.
0: When, at the playoffs?
1: Every game. Every time the camera pans to the 3252, you'll see them wearing ponchos because they know what to expect. It's like the Splash Zone
3: at SeaWorld. (laughs) It's like the Splash
7: Zone at SeaWorld. Here, here's uh. the pro-
2: here's the problem, Gio. Here's the problem, Gio. Every time Chris speaks, it's oh, you know, all of those disrespectful LAFC fans. Every game, every game, something happens. This is this, he sounds a lot like Trump to me in a way because oh, <laughs> ev- every game has happens, and I'm only mentioning that because he actually quoted Trump in his tweet just a couple of, we- a couple of weeks ago when he you said, did. "Stop the count." He said, "Stop the count." It, it, it's it's oh. teaches already got five goals. We've already got six points. Stop the count. That's what we're dealing with right it's now. It's called a meme. The mentality of Sir, the mentality of that all of our fans are disrespectful, the mentality that all of our fans have thrown <laughs> urine on a field. Come on, dude. You ask about respect, and then you say something like, well, you know, your fans throw urine on the field.
0: Really?
1: It's Come true. On. It's absolutely Come true. Yeah, boy.
0: I've, look, I look, look, I cover both teams. I've never heard that. That's why I asked. I, I mean, it, it could happen. It's also COVID ha- happened. But I, I've never heard that. That's why I asked. But uh, I, as of right now, I cannot confirm that. I cannot confirm that because I what I do know is that they, they they have showered players. But obviously, I'm I'm not there. But can't confirm that. But as of right now, it, it, we will call it a myth. We will <laughs> call it a myth because we actually want to put <laughs> some accurate stuff out there, <laughs> you know. But I, I no, I do I do like the 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 show and the way it's going, but. I, I also want to ask you guys uh, on the thoughts. Let, let's say, what are you guys' thoughts on Liga MLS, Liga MX teams? Open it up to having to play in more in Concacaf champions. What is it? Are there currently, three or four teams in MLS. Why don't we have more? What What are you guys' uh, thoughts on that? Juan Pablo, we'll go with you.
9: Um, about having more MLS teams or having more Liga MX teams, or just more teams in general?
0: More teams in general.
9: I mean, I think it would be better f- to make the tournament have more of a more importance, or just make it s- more significant. More teams, more competition makes it harder, makes it makes the win feel better. Um, but I just wouldn't know how it would work calendar wise because of the MLS schedule is the u- most unique schedule for soccer in the world. I, mean, I just don't know how it would work, but I would want more. Teams in. I,
5: I feel. For CONCACAF Champions League to become relevant for everyone, the entire section of CONCACAF, it needs to go to the Copa Libertadores, Copa Sudamericana calendar. They switched it down in South America. Yeah. So they play what the MLS calendar is. Look at this week alone. Philadelphia is the only team left in the Champions League because they played another MLS team. All other three MLS teams were... Grossly beaten down by in shape, in in tune, mm-hmm. and uh, League MX teams. The next time they play with each other will be in August. That's a whole different team for Philadelphia. They're going to be in rhythm. Those teams are still going to be, you know, be in their part. There'll be much more competitive games. Columbus, Toronto, Portland. These are very good teams when the rhythm is going. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why we should show the world how embarrassed we can be by. Going and getting dominated by these teams until Concacaf switches that calendar so that the MLS Liga MX rivalry will make sense. It's just going to be a bunch of crap. We're always going to be playing in preseason, and it's never going to you know be of importance.
2: Pre, you know, Mark. Like,
5: pre, like I think we're all in agreement there because
6: yeah.
5: la- this last this last time when we came back from COVID, LAFC had a had a hell of a run there, but you know what? Those were their first important games. Had they been playing, you know, before? might have been a whole different story. They were in rhythm. Sport.
0: You're right. They were They were in rhythm. When you
5: take two teams, okay, and let's just be honest, both of our teams are very rich monetarily. You know, if we were allowed to go out and spend, just like the Liga MX teams, go buy whatever players you want at whatever price you can get them, I mean, the MLS teams could probably outvalue a lot of big-name teams in Europe just by the owners who come in. You know, with the plan of how much they're allowed to spend. So until that calendar switch happens, this is what's gonna be. Unless one MLS team gets lucky enough that they just battle it out and, and beat them, you know, drag out soccer old school style, we're never gonna show what we really have because when our players are in rhythm playing smooth, playing great, they're in their off season. And by the time we get there, they're back in their season we have three and a half months off. It it never works. Until that happens, it's a joke. It's always going to be a League MX thing. And, you know, at least the Costa Ricans take it kind of seriously, so they sometimes provide really good uh, competition. But, yeah, and and Central America and the Caribbean have the Concord Nations League. Like, they have their own club competition before we even get involved. So that's how it shows how, like, they take it seriously by themselves to give themselves more competition. Yeah, so I feel make the switch, then we can talk, but until then, it's going to be irrelevant for us.
0: Scarf, I, I agree with that.
2: Oh my god, absolutely! Everything that Marv just said. It's it, until MLS takes competitions outside of MLS as seriously as they do something like the Open Cup, where they don't even really take that seriously because they're jamming a whole bunch of games in May and, and June and and trying to make it seem relevant. Like it's it is hard, right? And and the MLS schedule has been so bad for so long they've done a lot of great things in the first 25, 26 years. I think the thing that we all can agree on from here on out, MLS is here to stay, right? MLS is here to stay. And you're absolutely right, Marv, when you say that, look, if you take the gloves off and let the spenders spend, there's no doubt that the two teams that are here, we're going to be two of the maybe three or four biggest spenders. Maybe you're talking about maybe Miami, maybe a Seattle tries to bring in somebody, whatever it might be. But – We are consistent enough with bringing in money. I actually think that's why, unfortunately, some of those bottom-tier Liga Emekis, the first division teams, they're so cash-poor right now, and COVID didn't help a single thing with a lot of those Liga Emekis teams. It's crippling, and not just Liga Emekis, by the way. We're talking teams in the the big five leagues. We're talking teams (laughs) everywhere have been crippled by COVID. That's why I don't think we're ever going to see until Liga Emekis can be more stable financially and – some of the teams maybe not as corrupt either. You know that's going to be really interesting to bring that together. I and, just don't think we're, multi, we're ten or fifteen years away
5: from that. Happening. And the and the multi ownership too. I think I I've read and heard so much about that there aren't enough people in Mexico to even be interested in buying teams off of the teams who own more than one, like the 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 one group that owns Pachuca and a few others, like right. They can't even sell them because no one else is interested in the business in Mexico. And yeah. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not 100 percent sure, but I don't think they allow a lot of international owners in Mexico, do they?
0: I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't follow it that close. Uh, but I, I mean, money, money talks. So <laughs> yeah. I, but I, I know it's controlled. Obviously, a lot different. I think it's like like the league and federation. I, I don't really want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe people in the chat can educate me because I'm not that well educated on League MX. Or the
9: question. Or what was
0: his, concern? but um, but people, be- guys, we gotta like I said, like five more minutes uh, to wrap these up. People are calling me a priest because I- I- I'm bringing you guys together. Definitely not trying to bring you guys together. I don't think I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> they call me the priest of LA. Definitely don't don't see myself as a priest and don't see myself. Uh, but I was just curious a- about your guys' thoughts there. Um, and, and to your friend, but yeah, like, look, the thing is, th- this is. When it comes to L.A. sports, I I believe this is the most exciting rivalry. I know people are going to say UCLA, USC, but the way soccer is growing here in Los Angeles, in America, in the way, right, the rivalry is, right? You guys call it number four or whatever, but this is important to the city. That's just the way I see it. Like this rivalry, this game, I, I wish there was fans, but there isn't. Um, the, the the one thing I did find out there's not gonna they don't there's not gonna be an LAFC supporters section which I don't think any Galaxy fan carries or not. They've also tickets are being sold for like three hundred dollars. But I, I I did see which I will say I did see LAFC fans at the first LA Galaxy uh, at the first LA Galaxy game against what was at the Red Bulls. I saw like dude wearing an LAFC hat. So if I see someone at, at an LAFC fat, hat at that first game, I'm definitely gonna see some LAFC fans at this game. Um, Scarf, are you planning on going to this game on Saturday? I, I, I will be there, yes. You'll be at the game. Yes. Is there is there going to be a crew? Are you guys going to have a crew? Well, we're, I mean, we're you don't, we're, you don't we're have to bringing, tell us your plans, but yeah, yeah no,
2: we're we're bringing we're going to have five people with us, it'll be six of us total coming to the game together. Um, it's look, I, I don't know how any fan who uh, look, let's be honest, what's keeping a lot of Galaxy fans from going to LAFC matches and LAFC fans going to Galaxy matches. Dude, it's stupid—the the resale and the, how expensive things are. We're talking twenty-five, thirty, forty-dollar tickets that are being sold just at a zero on the end of that. Exactly right. Yeah, we're adding a zero on the end, of that. and that's to me that's awful. Those companies like Ticketmaster and and a- AXS or whatever it is, it's awful. And they, I think personally, the the only reason why I'm able to go, I'll be perfectly honest, I spent the money to go, and I have, I, I'm I'm so grateful that I've got the ability to afford a ticket, but. The unfortunate part is there are so many passionate fans in Los Angeles, whether it's Carson fans, LAFC fans that, that want to be there that want to support their club, but can't do it because it's so ridiculously expensive. Poor Juan Pablo, dude, he didn't even have the 50 bucks to become an original member. And now we're trying to charge 400 bucks for a ticket. We're, We're picking on poor Juan Pablo. I love you, man.
1: Poor Juan Pablo. Hey, listen, uh, since we have about three minutes left, uh, Mr. Scarf, <laughs> Wait, uh, listen, this. I really hope to, <laughs> I really hope to see you and the five of your friends at the Dignity Health Sports Park. Are it'll be, be just there? like it'll be just like old times when Chivas USA only had like five people in the stands. One thing though that I do recommend <laughs> is this time, please don't wear camouflage. I want to be able to actually see you guys in the stands this time, and uh, hopefully the five of you guys can make enough noise to like let us know that you're there. Um, but, yeah, man, it's going to be great. I'll be at the game. Um, I'll be there with my good friend. And, um, yeah.
2: Chris, after the match, first round is on the team that loses. How's that?
1: I am totally willing to take that up.
2: All right. I like <laughs> hey, I'll
1: join. I'll just hop
0: on. Uh, on the
1: <laughs> now we have, so to buy, the now we have to
2: buy
0: Geo a drink, too. Look at that. <laughs> but, guys, look, it, it was a pleasure. I'm definitely going to have this. Would you guys like to do this again? I think, I think, the, I think this is uh, a great way – to kind of grow the sport and also banter outside of social media and actually have a face to face and not hide through uh, an emoji picture, which some people do or, or, or through Reddit. Some people, by the way, some people on Reddit are ruthless, man.
1: They'll look. a, little, a, little, a little, guy named Hugh, I heard. Is no, really no, no, ruthless
0: no, 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 no. I mean, like ruthless, you know, in, a, in, a, in almost a toxic way, because I posted about this on both groups <laughs> and I got some uh, not so pleasant. Uh, Things it, it was weird, but uh, but anyways,
5: there's just some
0: hateful li- people online for no reason, yeah. yeah I, I, I've experienced that through Twitter, but like it was weird. I don't know, I'm still getting used to Reddit, but nevertheless, guys, in the chat, let me know if you guys want something like this. Obviously, we finished it, we went a lot longer, it was only going to be an hour, but let me know if you guys want something like this more consistent because I'm, I'm planning. I wanted this was something I was having in my mind and been trying it out because I'm very well connected with both sides, right? But I, I think this is something moving forward that I will probably implement maybe once a week or twice a month or three times a month something like that but let me know guys in the comments obviously uh thank you marv first time meeting you thank you jp i know you go by jp on your instagram galaxy Guy yeah. podcast i appreciate you for being on defenders of the bank appreciate you for being on guys also make sure to subscribe to our podcast you can i'm gonna turn this into audio so you can listen to this banter show we're, we're calling it the the battle L- i'm still thinking of the name the battle class about well, here i have it let me let me just play what am i doing The LA Derby Clash. That that is what this segment is. Um, but yeah, guys, that that's gonna wrap things up. We we just went over two hours, and, and we have still sixty four people uh, watching. We got a, about to eighty different people. So, appreciate you guys being on. We're gonna continue this going. Any last word from you guys?
5: I got this. I think I figured it out. How about hashtag Classico Angelino?
0: Okay, <laughs> I can I, I I can I can mess with that. I like that. So for Marv, for for JP, Defender of the Bank, a.k.a. the Scarf and Galaxy Guy podcast, this is Gio. We'll catch you guys next time. Thank you, guys.